Doc, sorry to be in bed. What the hell are you doing this for, anyway? Wide up is my friend. Hell, I got lots of friends. I don't. Welcome back, everybody, to Jeff versus the World Presents Hood Classics. And like always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on, good sir? I'm surprised you didn't have sympathy playing. Ah, see? I tricked your ass. You thought I was going to have some music playing that has nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> you know, you up. <laughs> Not this week, sir. Uh, and we are back and we are here to talk about one of my favorite movies, probably in my top 10, 1993's Tombstone. Uh, what were your initial thoughts, sir? This is one of those movies I knew about, heard about for so many years and never got around to watching it. And I brought the DVD, the Blu-ray, like last year. Mm-hmm. And I didn't watch it for the first time from beginning to end till Saturday. Beautiful. I mean, I'm glad you finally watched it. Because it was like one of those movies like, you know, you try to tell me you've been through life all this time. And you know what? I'm your Huckleberry man. I'm like, I've seen that clip about 95 times. I could kind of put together what it means. That ain't the same. It's yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad you got bullied. I'm so glad that people bullied oh, you about that shit. Yeah, and I said something like, yeah, yeah, I don't watch your comments. Just keep in mind, I'll, I'll fight. <laughs> I, don't care what, I don't care what your gender pronoun is. I will, I will oh. beat your ass. Like, I don't take some type of jokes. <laughs> yeah, I saw Tombstone for the first time. What the fuck you going to do about it? <laughs> you say, pull your smoke wagon, see what happens. Like, you got my face. Oh, you out here! You out here about to smack them down, <laughs> like Wyatt Earp did old Billy Bob. <laughs> uh, no, it's a it's a very weird. It's a a popcorn western. Yeah, because it's like an entertaining movie. It's not somber like Unforgiven. Yeah. It's not even somber like you know Open Range or Three Ten to Yuma or what's the one they re- remade. Um, with Jeff Bridges and Matt Damon. Uh a grit. True grit. True grit, yeah. Yeah. It's not like that. It's like it's kinda like, you know, it's a it's a fun popcorn western mm-hmm. with some wild shit going on. <laughs> and I mean it's a wild shit going on. And it's kind of like when people talk about this movie, they always focus on Val Kilmer with good reason. Cause he knocks it out the park as Doc Holiday. And this is kind of like, you know, Val Kilmer like right at the end of his hot street. Like we talked about before. Val Kilmer from eighties to late nineties was the man. Mm-hmm. He was like he was just weird though. Like he was the weird old man, but it's just kind of like you know he just had a presence. It didn't matter what type of role he played. He just you never took your eyes off of him. And this role's easy because he basically get to be he played Samurai Showdown. Ukyo, just with, with more words. I'm just you're not gonna yeah. be my friend, you know. <laughs> Like he's just a tragic, he's just a tragic character that's still the coolest man in the room. And he knows he's the coolest man in the room, but doesn't play it all the way. It's like he knows it. You don't need to. Everybody know. And everybody treating him. Even in his diminished state, people might have jokes, but they ain't trying to test him like that. Yeah. As soon as he says as soon as he say the right thing, oh, I don't think you want to be my friend. <laughs> They're like, no, nah, no, nah, 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 I'm just kidding. It don't matter who it is. <laughs> the baddest character they got in a movie, like, nah, I'm just playing. Fucking 
I mean, I mean it. I don't got beef with you. Like after killing folks and being like, you know, the second slickest gun in the West. I'm like, nah, Doc. My problem. Why I got done with you? All right, yeah, we gotta finish this game. Mm-hmm. Ain't no fun at all. <laughs> but having said all that, this is still Kurt Russell's movie. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it is. I, I I always argue that with people, but I know whose movie it is because I think Doc. I think Doc out. Well, Doc. I think Val Kimmer outperforms Kurt Russell in this movie. I mean, I don't know if it was. I don't know it wasn't intended that way, because I think Doc. You know, he just had those scenes, and Kurt didn't, but he did. I don't know. Val Kimmer's, I, cool. no. Val Kimmer's cooler in the movie. That's not the same. Yeah, okay. It's taking okay. the same. It's, it's not the same. It's taking the same because it's like Val Kilmer's always cool, always got the, like the one-liners. He get the most heroic. He he get the most heroic things. He get the best character arc, and it's kind of like his story is like the one you can wrap yourself around. Kurt Russell is just out here being an asshole. He just here to make money. <laughs> he's here. He's a straight. I'm here to make money and ditch my dope fiend wife. <laughs> With this new girl, I ain't trying to do no like I did that crime shit. He, I'm here to get paid, and his whole character arc is garbage. You know why I get away with it? Because everybody like Kurt Russell. That is Kurt Russell's superpower. Even when he's playing a despicable person, you can't help but not like Kurt Russell. Uh, I don't know about that. That hateful eight shit had me looking at him sideways for a minute. Guess what? Uh I still liked him in that movie. Oh, I I did, but I looked. I was, and he's the only. I like him more. I like Samuel Jackson. Well, that's understandable. Yeah. And that's a movie where it's not, not a whole bunch of likable people. And if it's anybody likable, he come the closest. But like, you know, Kurt Russell with a mustache. Like, you know, we put Kurt Russell on a horse with a mustache. You're good to go. Because he's been in like a whole bunch of Westerns. Yeah, he is. Um, Hateful Eight, Bone Tomahawk, which ugh, I don't know if we ever doing that one. That shit rough. Um, <laughs> But him just chewing scenery, cussing people out, talking mad shit when he got the <laughs> chance to, just bullying folks. Just man, he is munching on scenery like it is going out of style. And I just laugh at all his words. I'm like, it's nobody else that could play that role that you wouldn't just laugh at. That's fair. Nobody else. Yeah, that's fair. Cause even I'm thinking about I'm thinking about all the people that were in Western movies and I'm going through like Yuma and Young Guns and all those movies like that and I'm just like yeah you're right to play to play Wyatt Earp like that no yeah I'll be laughing at somebody else and, and it's funny because Kurt um Kevin Costner the Wyatt Earp movie around the same time too and they got a, this like a completely different tone that's more kind of serious that movie boring this movie is many things it is not boring and. Cast is deep. We always seem to pick movies that have deep cast, including your homie. You always talk about Sam Elliott. Oh, uh, Sam Elliott. And I just have to show up. I am. I, I just have one question for you. Has Sam Elliott stayed that age forever? I, I feel like I've seen him look like that forever. <laughs> I mean, he's got mean gene syndrome, where it's like we always saw him old. Like you saw him at a certain age and he just stopped. Like, because if you watch Roll House, you watch this, you watch um, The Big Lebowski, or that damn Doritos commercial. Oh, shit. Oh, Ghost Rider. Yeah, Ghost Rider, too. He or, go, looked, or Ghost Rider. He looked the same. Or, um, or Incredible Hulk. Like, you know, 
like he looks the same. He, he, those movies care. Those movies carry about what thirty to forty years of like you know a time frame, and he looked the same. Some people just kind of like you know they either always look young or always look old. They yeah. just stop. Some people age normal, like Denzel. Some people age backwards, like Jennifer Lopez. Some people age very slow, like Angela Bassett. And some people just hit a certain thing and stop, like Sam Elliott. Yeah, he definitely stopped. Uh, also, shout out to uh, Bill Paxton, rest in peace. Thought he did it. He did a great job as the baby brother. Baby brother, you know, trying to do the right thing, a little finicky, but it's kind of like, you know, good heart. And it's funny. Good heart Bill Paxton doesn't do as much as like, because normally Bill Paxton, like either he's real, you know, the boisterous coward that ends up being brave, the boisterous coward that just stays a coward, or just an asshole. Just game over, man. <laughs> so, but it's like he said, you know, rest in peace. He's had a very long story career. He was good in this. Um, Powers Booth, he's always that guy. Always. You need a, you need a villain, just get him. Always, and it's like he knew it. He just rode it. Like, okay, I, this is my wheelhouse. I can do this. You just keep the checks coming. It's like, I mean, he got that mustache or beard. That face is like, I can't remember a movie when he's been a good guy. Me either. And I thought about that watching this. I was like, man, has he ever been like a good guy in anything? The only time was like the Avengers. But then end up not being a good guy based on what happens to Agents of Shield. Right. So it's like most time you see him, it's like you know either he morally ambiguous or bad guy. But the real bad guy and the true villain, my man Michael B. Oh. Hicks, Kyle Reese himself. It was like you know, I was looking at Michael B. And like I know the reason why this is like alcohol and drug issues. Like he should have been a bigger star. Cause he had next up, cause like he was in Terminator, he was in Aliens. He, what, a, what a back-to-back! He's in Navy Seals, he's in Abyss. Then it's like you don't see him, and then you see him in this. You see him in The Rock. You see him in Art of War. And I think he gonna be like Mandal- like season two of Mandalorian. But it's like it's like a lot of gaps where it's kind of like he was like the action. He was if you need an action star that wasn't like built like an action star, you got him. He. Did a phenomenal job of playing Johnny Ringo because I hated him from jump. So yeah, he did it. He did his thing. But you know the funny thing about his character? It's almost like he knows exactly what he is. Cause you know, Curly Bill Mac and Jones like, yo, you know about Dance with the Devil? He like, yeah, I already did it. Yeah. <laughs> like that man been through hell and back. Like, you know, I like Curly Bill seemed like, you know, I talk a lot of shit and I got jokes, like I'll shoot you, but I'm enjoying life. <laughs> Johnny Ringo been like I have been through hell. I'm just waiting to die to go back where I came from. And he starts spitting that Latin out. And oh, just, boy. Like, that, the education was like, normally, you don't have this, like, he's kind of like the overqualified sidekick. Right. Because he definitely was overqualified. Because he's the best shooter they have. He's the most educated they have. And then he take over with the quickness as soon as he needs to. Because the funny thing, I'm watching this movie, I'm like, when, spoiler alert, Curly Bill died, I'm like, wait a second. Mel, what? Well, he all, he I'm did. Like, I missed something. 
he did. Uh, well, Curly Bill did say, you know, when Ringo takes over this group uh, group of guys, goddamn. <laughs> so yeah, he kind of he kind of foretell told the future what was going to happen. I just I just always looked at it as if um, Johnny Ringo was Doc Holiday without Wyatt's friendship. Without that friendship, that's who Doc would have been. Mm-hmm. Yes, so. and that's basically how they describe it. A good description is kind of like, you know, you play Red Dead and Dutch dies like halfway through. And then you got to fight somebody else. I got a plan. It'd be just... <laughs> no, <sorry. laughs> good Lord. You know, before we get in the movie, I tried playing that game and I'm like, this shit... No, I'm like, it's too realistic. I was like brushing my goddamn horse. I want to have fun. Nah, you got to... You gotta take like care of shit. Everything was too damn slow. Like you gotta feed him an apple. You gotta walk through the snow. Hope you don't freeze. You yeah. gotta make a coat. Get a hunt. Off. I do not feel like making a jacket. Listen. Like, what is this? I'm not Daniel Day Lewis. Like, what are we doing? You gotta turn a certain way. If you turn too fast, oh my god! Made. So you gotta make sure the hips match the head movement. You... And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, fuck. I don't care how beautiful this game looked. I don't care how intelligent it's written, and I don't care how many times does say I got trust the goddamn plan. Like, no. <laughs> you you hit something. Goddamn Red Dead Redemption is the Daniel Day Lewis of video games. <laughs> That's it. Uh, and I played part one, and part one does not is not as hard as like as far as like you know it gives you leeway. Like it's stuff you have to do. You can still have fun. Like Red Dead Redemption one. I felt like, you know, I'm playing a cowboy game. I felt like a cowboy, and I'm having fun. It wasn't overly complicated. It was as complicated as you made it be. But you still enjoy yourself. Red Dead Redemption 2 was like, no, this shit is way too... No. It's just too damn much. Like, I don't... I want to pretend to be a cowboy. I don't actually want to be one. Like... I'm eventually going to finish make, it. I got to make a pelt. I, I played it for, like... I got to, like, the third... I got... I finally got the snow. The snow melted. And I went to the whore. Like, oh, we can't go here. We black. And I was like, you know what? I'm all right. Yeah. I'm a- I, I, I'll, come, I'll come back to this later. And I told myself the same thing. Like, you know, I'll come back to Grand Theft Auto later. I never went back. Yeah. Um, but then, like, Trevor and the black dude <laughs> and the dude. I got I got, I got to go to a therapist and all this shit. I'm like, maybe fun- it's me. I'm like, why? If I hit a certain age. And I'm like. I just want to do what I want to do. I don't I, like pretend to be anything else. I hope and I pray that Cyberpunk learns everything not to do from Red Dead Redemption 2. I just hope that. That's all I'm hoping for. Because it seems like it's a very deep game, similar to Red Dead Redemption, so we'll see. But anyway, back to the movie. Okay, so, synopsis the movie. Right. Why Earth, who is done with that Law and Order bullshit, it's just trying to get paid with his brothers reunited. But unfortunately, he got to go back on the Law and Order wagon to clean up town with his old friend, Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday, a legend. Uh, yeah, that's a beautiful synopsis. Uh, <laughs> short to the point. <laughs> I mean, the movie ain't complicated. It's like, you know, why Earp and his brothers, like, they've been doing this crime fighting stuff for quite a while. They got a reputation. Everybody know who they are. And it's like, all right, I'm trying to get paid. I ain't doing that crime fighting shit no more. Yeah. So let's go to town, make some money. And they can't because the Cowboys 
That's the gang. Got the little red sashes going around. And it's, and they're like, well, it's good for town. They may be bringing money. The damn marshal and the sheriff ain't doing shit. <laughs> like, crime. The Joker gang is good for business. How you gonna pull like up the... How the fuck you gonna pull up to somebody as soon as they get off the train? Uh, not interested. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they pulled up on him. Water. <laughs> uh, got a question to ask you. Would you get out of here? <laughs> I, I ain't here. So, this yeah, is funny where you just think about this. Like, you know, everything was like train or like how long that like Mel took what months? Oh, yeah. Time. Ooh. Tom was different. He just think about all that. It's like, oh, I heard you was coming six months ago. <laughs> I've been waiting here waiting. for the last waiting three. <laughs> I was hoping you would get off this train today. <laughs> you playing shit by You playing shit by chance back in the day. We're just guessing. Maybe he might be here this day. Man, what a way to live. Fuck that. Nigga be here a fortnight. Give or take. <laughs> Just waiting every day. <laughs> they just probably had clocks. At least they had clocks like a kung fu movie. I show up at twelve o'clock. How you know it's twelve o'clock? I see not one person had a Rolex. Okay. Uh one thing I appreciated about the opening of the film was that they kind of established everybody from jump. We established that Wired Earth ain't here for no shit. Because when my man is smacking his horse around, he wasn't having it. How does that feel? You like the way that hurts, don't it? So I was like, yeah, boom. And then, you know, his brothers are kind of like just following him. They're following the middle brother because there's money involved. But the one particular thing that, that really set out to me, and I don't know if they meant to do this or just, it was, why the fuck all their wives look alike? I mean, you're going like, people like, people got a type. I get they all had a type, but you telling me maybe it was the time, maybe it was that time of all. You think you, you, your brothers would have different tastes, is what I'm saying. But yeah, you seen the damn CW. <laughs> I have too. And I know yeah, what you get that. <laughs> I know exactly you know, what you get that. Yeah, sometimes people like different things, and sometimes they don't. And it's kind of like, you know, remember, like Tombstone wasn't just a regular town, it was a French town. They got, the, you know, they got the. The stuff from Paris, they brand about yeah. We got the the finest fashion. Me hot. We got a damn silk shirt in hot ass Arizona. <laughs> I see not one person take a damn shower the entire movie. No, we didn't either. Which was really weird because you it, usually you get a tub scene or something. You ain't get nothing in this. Everybody smell like horse and perfume <laughs> and whiskey and blood. So. So established them, established Doc Holiday there because he moved to Arizona to deal with his tuberculosis. And boy, they like throwing away that, throw around that term, lunker. Yeah, if I was him, I would have shot everybody that said that shit. But, you know, I'm not him. Dude, lunker, gonna cough all on me. <laughs> your, your paper lung bastard, like basically. Like, okay. Damn. I, had, I have this question asked to me. And I know, you know, you can look on. Uh, you know, they didn't find out what it is, but for the people who don't know what a lunger is, can you explain to them exactly what it is? What's the what's the issue with that? Tuberculosis deals basically attacks the lung tissue of the human body, and they didn't have a vaccine back then, so basically it's kind of like you tend not to live a very long life. And he got it from treating his mother. His mm-hmm. mother had it, and when she was like 
I guess, during, you know, because sometimes, like, a lot of times it's in the body, it's an incubated phase. You don't necessarily, like, you can have it and not give it to somebody if you're not showing symptoms. When you show symptoms and you cough on the wrong person, they're getting it, too. And that's where he got it from. So it's kind of like, you know, and he living that life. He already has it. He drinking whiskey. He's smoking. He out there running and robbing, so to speak. So it's kind of like, you know, you already cutting on your short lifespan because it is like the cowboy thing. You know, you take a bullet, you might die from damn infection with the quickness. We saw we saw a book of Eli. We saw how Gary Oldman shook. Yeah. Wash your goddamn hands when you touch that. Like you seeing that shit. And you know the funny thing was, you know, you know he was a dentist. Who? Doc Holliday. No, I didn't know that. Yes, he went. He went to. He went to school, learned to be a dentist, and then moved. Man, so he was tired of that shit. No, his, his lungs were tired of that shit. <laughs> that, that wet ass Georgia air. Some dry. That dry, dry breath. So the man was intelligent. Oh yeah, and you could tell by the you know, but if you didn't know his background, you wouldn't know why. You just think, oh, it's a southern gent, like you know, he gambit out here, just talking all smooth and stuff. We'll get to him because we're talking about the cowboys. They, they, the gangs. I was like the one of the first instances of organized crime. All the damn bandits from the east coast just moved out west, like they shook night, <laughs> got their red stash, and they just rolling. They roll up on like a Mexican wedding. That's what that was. That was fucking trash. I guess it was because they killed some cowboys. I understood yeah. that, but I'm like, damn, you couldn't even wait. Let them eat the, eat dinner or some shit first. He won't get on his knees, senor. Well, good God, some, somebody get him, him down. Blow him kneecap out. Kneecaps him. Kills him. It's like, oh, he said he gonna curse a man and a white horse. A horse gonna come and get revenge. He's like, oh, not today. <laughs> Kills him. <laughs> Does whatever with the girl, and it's like, yes, Curly building the gang, or it's some horrible human beings. And then we get Wyatt Earps, his brother, his older brother, Sam Elliott, your buddy, your pal, your homeboy, yeah, his younger brother, Bill Paxton. Hey, Wyatt Earp, you just got town. Here you am. The fuck you want? I ain't put my resume in. What the fuck you want? <laughs> Oh shit! Goddamn, Virgil and Morgan pull up. Oh, this is this is last time you can make a lot of money. I don't know, like that's we just got here. Can you sit down? And you know it's like, and it's like you hear wired up. They're like wired up the crime fight. Why crime? Oh, damn! I'm trying to get paid. Yeah, he tired Where of that. Shit. He tired of being uh, a cowboy Batman. Yeah, he on his Lex Luthor tip. Like, well, I can make money in this joint. You see the man smacking the horse? Cut that shit out. <laughs> uh-huh. That hurt, don't it? I'm like, how I feel do it. He real good for getting some out of my face. No one's like his name. Like, nobody gonna fuck me because I'm wired up. Because, boy, I wish somebody would hit me talking about don't hit the... Like, you know, if you don't get your Peter ass out of my face. That motherfucker tell you he wired up. You gonna do the same thing. You gonna oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh Mr. Earp. Oh, all right. <laughs> Help me with the horse then. <laughs> We'll get to that because somebody was shooker. <laughs> mm-hmm. So speaking of card games, old Doc Holiday there playing cards <laughs> with his Hungarian girlfriend. Like uh, he, he basically said, on his gambit tip. Like I got a good hand tonight. Guys, on me. Five hundred, Doc. Five hundred. You must have a peach of a hand. 
<laughs> oh, Val Kilmer just playing it all smooth, like nothing bothered him. Like, you know, you get all riled, like you don't want to be my friend. You don't want to be my friend no more? Nah, nah, Doc, I ain't mean it. <laughs> No, he was like, like, he was like, I ain't scared of you because you got guns or some shit. He tried yeah. to say, yeah, the fucking lunker. <laughs> and he took the guns out. He's like, okay, put the guns on the table after pulling with the quickness. And he was like, even you see, Doctor Sick, because he out here sweating like he got COVID, mm-hmm. and he got like this pile of even then people seem like you know. He takes the gun with the quickness, put now. All right, now we can be friends again, and pull out a knife. <laughs> Stuck his ass. Could have killed him. He just stuck him. Like Great Fox. <laughs> then his girl there talking about, you know, move base. I, I blast your brains all over this bar. Oh, man. She was a ride or die. She was killing them, but she was a ride or die, too. <laughs> Is that not? That's why you're not wearing your girder? He's like, oh. You wearing no bustle. Just temp, just temp just, yeah, she ain't wearing, she ain't wearing her bust, yeah. A European harlot. Oh, uh, shit. Doc had him one. But anyway. No, she wasn't wearing it because she was ready. Like, you know, we got to bounce on out. He's like, uh, you know, you can you can leave the luggage this time. This is a ride out the town. So they out here playing cards, making money, living Bonnie and Clyde life. Fast. And that's how they fast life. So why are they trying to figure out how to make money? You see all the casinos, all the saloons. He's like, oh, this one right here, you know. Kind of quiet. Because he go with one of them. He's like, give him cigars. He's like, oh, okay, it's kind of quiet. You know, what's your name? Wider. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's kind of like, if you don't know how, you don't know who you look like. You're like, you got TV. True. So the only thing you don't know is like the newspaper, or like a, you know, a wanted poster or like, you know, post office poster. Wow, what a thing. You could just lie to somebody that they ain't know. Pretty much. I'm pretty sure it went like that a lot. Summersby. There's a whole movie Richard Gere like that. Motherfucking a black dude. <laughs> black dude go pull up. I'm Doc Holiday. Ah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I was out there. I fought under the auspices of President Lincoln. I am Doc Holiday. <laughs> Creole. <laughs> Dr. Narcisse Holiday. Yeah. Get your ass out of here before we string you up. <laughs> That's Instagram right now. You got to be careful how you talk to some people. They might. Ooh. That's Uh-oh. a story for another day. Uh-oh. No, I've been saying how sometimes it might be people. You know how you know? Because some of them, if, they, if, like, if, they're, if they have bad English, they don't have a reason to. Or they type like English in their first language. Mm. Yeah. Cause it's some, it's sometimes like, and I'm at the point now, like, if I ain't sure, I'm treating like a scam. That's the best way to play it. Yeah. If if it's any, I guess, then they will say in um Ronan, if there's any doubt, there's no doubt. So if I got any doubt on you, there's no doubt you're trying to get over. That's how I'm treating it. So, yeah. So you know why is in why is in town and why is this bar having problems? Cause fuck. Billy Bob <laughs> Hurry up, motherfucker. Bring that smoke in my face. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> Ooh, what an inter- interesting career. Because Billy Bob was just popping his popping up and stuff. He looked a little he looked a little chubby in this movie. Just a little bit in the face. You know, I was like, because at first he, he It's funny. If you saw Sling Blade, mm-hmm. and then you saw like 
Armageddon. You like who the fuck? The same. Yeah, same thing. I I didn't see Sling Blade till later on, and everybody was like, "Oh, that's Billy." But I said, "No, it's not." And I'm just looking at him like, "Oh God, it is," because he just you know he's doing that face the whole movie, so it's kind of hard to. He's just younger and. <laughs> I like that movie. I like that movie. Boy, I did that one time. We went to a restaurant. <laughs> Everybody should have left your ass. And I was like, you get records from mustard on them, some taters. Only one person that saw me sitting while I was doing it, she was laughing at ass. So everybody was looking like, what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> I would have been dying. Oh, it's funny because I saw Sling Blade first before I saw his other stuff. So it's weird. I'm like, wait a second. Billy Bob Gordon is fat. <laughs> right. And most of his other movies, he is not fat. He is like boniest, but one of my favorite actors. What a long and illustrious career. Like he just been in everything. Yeah. In every single thing. So he didn't hear me an asshole. Like, that damn y'all here cheating. I where my goddamn drink at. <laughs> He's having to fit. But man didn't want to come to work. That's all to it. This one man came in here, roughed up the regulars, and they was like, fuck that, we ain't coming back. So he just up in here just messed up the vibe. Imagine this room like, oh, why don't you do something? Well, it's easy for you. Easy for you to say that, Mr. Wider. <laughs> like you're right. Uh man, they y'all ain't getting face. So I'm like, you know, y'all here call the pro. Like, what you looking at? That you're in my chair. What? What are you saying? <laughs> you know, I said, you know, I think you're in my chair. You're like, you know, I ain't worried about. He's, and it's funny. I can't even think about why I was talking so much trash in this, this whole scene. I can't even remember. I wish I wrote down some of the stuff he was saying because he was in here talking about, you know, I got to do you know the piss ant. Like basically, you know, I got to worry about the piss ant. Like you're like, oh, you gonna do something? Mm-hmm. Like, All right, pull it, pull that smoke wagon, see what happened. Oh my god, he won't boy. Huh? What? Smack it. Come on. Pull it. Yank it. Yank it. Like, yank that meat and smoke it. Like, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he was saying some off the wall shit. <laughs> some, and he kept smacking him in the face like three or four times. And this boy was like, no. <laughs> you hit me one more time. He hit him. Go on. Go on, boy. Don't ever come you know back how, in here. You know how in showing this for a white man cut a call another white man a boy. It's rough out there. And they around the same age. Ooh, <sighs> Let me tell you something. Tough. I've put it like this. If somebody smack you in the face one time, you should be throwing fists. There should be no questions. There should be no turning the other cheek. There should be none of that. You should be attacking. <laughs> Unless... Unless they got a pistol. Yeah, if they got a pistol on you, okay, you know, you don't want to die, all right, all right. But other than that, nah, we got to fight. My man just stood there and took it. So, he was, he was a fake tough guy. Pull out that meat wagon, boy. Smoke wagon, whatever the fuck he called it. That smoke wagon. Pull out that smoke wagon. Strap that. He just, I wish I wrote it down because I was like, what is Yeah, that what? jar that jargon was way above my head. 
you know the funny thing, the dude he's playing cards with, mm-hmm. um, Ike. Later on, that's only Robert Mitchum, the dude that did the um the narration. Oh, he heard it. He fell off his horse and hurt his back, so he couldn't be in the movie. Well, at least they kept him in some way. Still got a check. Okay. Go ahead, skin it. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. I'm getting tired of your gas. Now jerk that pistol and go to work. Base, I'm tired of your gas. I'm gonna start using that. I'm tired of your gas. I'm inside your gas. Jerk that pistol and go to work. If you put out Twitter now, you know how many people make the joke and say pause. (laughs) Everybody. Uh, So he basically takes over the bar, get 25%. Mm -hmm. You tell boy, I got got money making, got some money in town. Like, damn, you just got here. (laughs) So he just tried to get paid. You here wasting time. So you can see at this point that his brother's really like, yo, he he owned his shit. And that's why we followed you, because you you know, you you got a plan. Mm-hmm. A la Dutch. I mean, cause yeah, like Sam Elliott's kind of like, you know, I've been living a long time. I'm just trying to be here with my lady. Yeah, because you are it's you it's okay, I guess it's very un- it's rare that you see the middle brother leading the, the brothers as far as like a group. It's always the older brother that usually leads. And as people want to be funny, it'd be the younger brother just to be, you know, throw a wrinkle in it. So it was just strange seeing the middle brother being the leader. This the is group. basically the godfather if Sonny kowtowed to Michael. Pretty, yeah, there was, you go. Which would be so damn weird because it's kind of like, you know, normally, and there's been movies that have done that. Um, the movie with. Was it Lawless with Tom Hardy? But it's like him, Shia LaBeef, and the other one. And he's kind of like the middle brother there, and he's kind of like still runs. Like, here, I've never seen. It. I've seen. I've seen like bits and pieces. I never watched the whole thing. Yeah, I see that. You talk about old mumble mouth himself. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Oh, Marvel himself. We, we said on the show and one of our friends, she was like, you know what? I know because she a big Tom Hardy fan. She said, I never noticed that until I stopped, you know, I was watching something and it just sounded like he had marbles in his mouth <laughs> until uh, you had said that. Because like, yeah. he always do it. He going to be James Bond, huh? Uh, yeah. People are like, he's going to be James Bond. I'm pretty sure they told him. Uh, we need you to get that character you had going in um, yeah. Inception. Inception. <laughs> And people stop and, and people I, I understand people are upset. This is a sideways, but just chill out. I mean it's gonna be Tom Hard. I know a lot of us black folks want to eat just elbow, but it is what it is. Chill out. Yeah, they they gonna, they not gonna let the black man shine. If it happened, if Idris was like six years younger, maybe try to do it yeah. now. Yeah. You really want he just be running kind of old, be running up and down that shit. <laughs> like that shit painful to buy. That's normally James Bond in like four or five movies. It's like doing all that, like get certain days. Like, I gotta be running around with a suit on. Nah, that's all right. I'd rather stand here with this sword and marveling <laughs> some context in my <laughs> So anyway, so they making money from gambling, have saloon, and <sighs> that's when they introduce, oh. 
Tak holiday. You hear that? Water, my good old friend. Just come down here, you know, for the lungs to help my help my condition, basically. And then white rubber asshole. Hey, sheriff. You know who here? Doc Holiday. Damn you, Wyatt. <laughs> but before that, let's talk about your man coming back with the shotgun. And he was about to uh, blow uh, Wyatt Earth back out until um, Doc had said, you know, called his name, called Wyatt's name to make him to turn around. Oh, Johnny Tyler. You know there? I did not even see you, my friend. My apologies. <laughs> How rude uh, of me. <laughs> oh, you, may, you may go now. After he done talking, like, I'm, I'm done talking. He's like, you may go now. Need a shotgun. All he can say is, Wyatt Earth. <laughs> Based by the shoot wire. That was funny. So, but here is the funny thing about this movie. Wire just don't show here with his brothers and their wives. He showed with his wife. Mm. His common law wife. They make it very clear. <laughs> like, you know, I ain't really married. She just here. And okay, this is the elephant in the room because it's kind of like how there's no way you can play this and have sympathy for Wyatt Earp, like without him being like just come off like an asshole. He there with his wife, and he's trying to make oh, I mean, she just common law, she ain't really married, and she she got a lot of them issues, like oh. his crackhead wife, and then this new girl played by the lady coming in here, like. I am not a lady. I like a man and I go after it. So, so that, I like men. So if that make me a hoe, I'm going to be a hoe. Oh, she was very comfortable with her sexuality. But um, so is that why when she was with her side piece, the other, I guess the mayor, whoever the fuck it was supposed to be who she was fucking. And she was like, and he was like, oh, you know why they're here with his wife? And they just both started kind of laughing. Is that why they started laughing? Because it was like yeah. a common law wife? No, because she didn't give a shit. Oh, well. That's why. And they, oh, you mean, wait, I know you're talking about Billy Zane, like the side piece. No, 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 no. The, uh, the dude, I think it was supposed to be, he was supposed to be the mayor or something. Because they were standing beside each other. It was later on, we'll get to it later on in the movie. Who is that? Oh, a word of a man. Oh, that's wider. She with his wife. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> she made <it> that. <laughs> Bitch, like, and? Oh shit! She put it out See, there. I'm on that ass because he show up. No, because she show up on the wagon. She there looking all good, and Billy Zane just parakeeted <sighs> up. Uh, such a, a festival I, of festivities. There's nothing more glorious than getting the text <laughs> as I'm watching. Oh, when you watch this movie about Billy Zane, because Billy Zane is just in every movie. He just is doing something sideways in the movie. <laughs> And this is another one. Barbarians at the gate. We are here. Just <laughs> peacocking it up. I'm like, oh, he. This was a move right here because he playing, you know, like a a theater type. Yeah, we know. If With we know. No fear. Oh, no fear no. at all. No cares, no fears, or anything. Which takes balls in that type of environment. They looking at him like you know what term they want to call out. Oh, look at this old French fairy. Like, all that shit. Because mm-hmm. Curly Bill looking at him like, what the fuck is this? So, they're there. They're all having fun. And the 
Cowboys are there. They break down the Cowboys. Oh, they just here make money and business is good. You can tell me the red stash. And they have opera. I guess it's, I guess this is I mean it is Arizona. What you gonna do? Yeah. Cinemark one. I ain't got a regal cinema out or nothing like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, you just think about how if you didn't have that, what else they'd be doing? Drinking? Drinking and killing each other, fighting, all drinking, types of drink. drinking and boning and shooting. So they there and curly bill all shooting. And uh, it's just wild because like you gotta have a lot of balls to perform in this crowd and Wire Earp in the box seats. Mm-hmm, him and his, his brothers. Wire Earp. Did I ever? Uh, you, I smell you put your resume in. Um, <laughs> no chance. Leave me alone. <laughs> it, this this is a local thing, right? I'm I'm just here to make money. Oh, you know, we need somebody like you. Get somebody else. Fuck <laughs> out my face. I'm done. Can you imagine you retiring? <laughs> you retire from your job there. Yeah, Shahid, we need some more uh, help up here. You think about uh, coming back? <laughs> we could use you. The fuck? No, I, I think not. I reckon not. You know, you know the same answer. Hey, Jeff, ain't gonna think about coaching again? Fuck no. <laughs> this ESPN money long. I get to crack jokes with Mark Jackson right? and have him say, "Mama, there goes that man five times a day." Mm-hmm. Get paid? Hell, coach, what? That's why, hey, another side was, that's why I'm still surprised that John Gruden was like, nah, forget that ESPN uh, QB camp coach money. I'm going back to coaching for real. But you know how, I mean, they threw the whole damn vault at him. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess somebody had to do it to get him out of there. $100 million. He can always go back to ESPN. You're right about that. That money going to be longer because he might say, hey, this contract will have to be changed up. Ten million a year. He, he gets to do what he wants. He doing yeah. what he Hang around. Oh, do I want to take this money? I hang around with Mike the Don Tarico. <laughs> I wish he never would have said that. Oh, you know. Uh, and you know about Mike Tarico, that joke is getting a lot different. <laughs> but anyway, so they're breaking down the whole dynamics of the movies. Like, why are is looking to trade up? Without kind of like doing it away, and it's kind of like raggedy. It's it's dirty. No <laughs> yeah, it's dirty. It's dirty. I mean, he's not being he's not being shy about it either. He's kind of like in, he's in his wife's face doing gazing at another. Yeah, yeah. He he's I trash because she hides a kite. He said, "Just take a drop. How much that damn laudanum did you take?" I got pain, Wyatt. You understand? <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she out here uh, on her scissor. You know, I know it's based on true story. <laughs> but I just laugh. I'm like, they're not putting Wyatt Earp in a likable light <laughs> at all. And it don't even matter. That's the funny thing about it. You still root for him. We know you shouldn't. So they're there. And they all, oh, Wyatt Earp. Heard you retired. Oh, Doc Holliday. Heard you retired. Retired. I'm just hitting my prime. <laughs> you look it. <laughs> yeah, he looked. He like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you, but I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna say because I ain't get a chance. Fuck Johnny Ringo, aka uh, Ryan Leaf, with a pistol. <laughs> no, Johnny Ringo out there. Playing like if Kyle Reese went back too far, 
Oh gosh. Like, like damn. <laughs> I ain't gonna save Sarah Khan. I'm a dick man, so I'm just You stupid. You went back too far. <laughs> Motherfucker, I see a skynet. You think I'm worried about this pistol? That man wanted to go back to 1984, went back to 1894. <laughs> That's why he got that haunted look. That's exactly how he looked. Calories went too far back. It's like, man, you seen the shit I've seen. This is the thing. <laughs> oh, shit. I, oh, it ain't Pharaoh. I never even heard. What, what is Pharaoh? Don't ask me. Yeah. Uh huh. They talking. Oh, Curly Bill ain't cool. Like, oh, wider Kansas Law Dog. We don't like Law Dogs around here. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm retired. Curly Bill, like, yeah, that's good. You better be Law Dog. Mm-hmm. And what do I say? Heard it the first goddamn time. Mm-hmm. Law Dog. That's what they're going to start calling um, Ali. Oh, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he. <laughs> You are the cop. Once a cop, always oh, a cop. Man, that, oh, I, we going to say that shit was hilarious. He warned us. He was like, he was a hacker. He didn't say who he's hacking for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a storyline. Anyway, yeah, Johnny Ringo see Doc Holliday. It's like, oh, like you saw, you must be solid snake. <laughs> man was sitting there talking. Uh, I don't like him. Should I like him? Oh, darling. Johnny Ringo, the deadliest pistol there since Wild Bill. What do you think, Donald? Should I hate him? You don't even know. There's something about him. Somebody's eye. He reminds me of me. I have to hate him. <laughs> oh, they, shit. They I, start saying he drunk. I've, and then they start spitting Latin. <laughs> I've never seen anybody casually say fuck you in that many words that didn't say that actually fuck you. <laughs> So I like him. I mean, he a badass, but he like me, and I, I I can't like him. Can't be two of me. And then they start shit. They start spitting Latin at each other. That's when you realize like Johnny Ringo just ain't no goon. Cause how many thug cowboy thugs know Latin? Back yeah, then? he was he he was he was uh, as Doc. He was educated. He was smart. So uh, yeah, I give him that. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Leaf had a strong arm too. So yeah, you going to put credit on his name. Man. And so the, so they say, they say, you know, I'm, when I drink, I speak the truth, do what you do best. I don't believe in, you know, basically talking. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, Johnny Ringo's an educated man, darling. Speaking Latin. <laughs> they go, love Marshall, we don't want any trouble in any language. <laughs> Ringo's an educated man. Now I really hate him. And then... <laughs> Start doing the whole gun thing, and like, yeah, you might be all. I heard you was the man, your damn lunker. She ain't looking, so you start spinning the guns around, and he get the draw. He doing the move. That's what I say. It's like and one mixtape. Yeah, Doc is not impressed at all. Ain't hey, Ross was. I'm like Johnny was moving kind of good. It's like, oh, this is how Bob Cousy used to look out. Yeah, I saw hot sauce and crossover. So yeah, keep going. Wow. <laughs> man, you, mad, you know how mad you made a white point guard, and then Bob Cousy's like hit you with a behind the back. They're like, what type of cool shit is this? <laughs> oh, the, the, uh, who got that? Who used to get that shit? Oh, the point guard from Atlanta, Pistol Pete. He used to get that shit all the time. 
He out here. Stop playing like he's a color. Cross between his legs. He's spinning. <laughs> no, no, he ain't even look where he threw the damn ball. <laughs> Stop playing like them colors. <laughs> monkey, monkey point guard. You better cut that shit out. So Johnny Ringo out here spinning his guns. And he's like, they're getting the clash. They laughing. And then Doc Holliday do the same thing with a with a you are mad that made you gotta that would just piss somebody off like you gonna insult me like try to joke on me like oh you ain't doing shit so let me let me fuck with you for a minute and then spin this shit my cup my drinking cup I can say you look look darling I'm Johnny Ringo <laughs> uh Ringo won't for that shit so they established kind of like they don't like each other this is who everybody is so they're trying to convince why Earth to be the law to have the Cowboys? Oh boy. I'm Come sorry. on, why? We need they need us. God damn it. No. Okay. So Yeah, they they were playing pool and the dude pulled up again. And then he asking all the other brothers. He asking uh Morgan and uh whichever whatever the other one name is, yo, how about you? You were a lawman. Sam Elliott like was you heard him the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! So they basically yeah. saying no. If, yeah. So <sighs> eventually they changed their mind because Curly be a wild out. Oh boy! He go Opie death. God, man, high as hell! Start shooting in the sky, shooting anything like that. So the marshal come because before the whole thing is like you know you can have your guns. They still have them like the saloons and stuff like that. And he out here sh- wilding out, shooting his pistols. Like, oh, you gotta get get the gun. He's like, all right, I need my gun. I'm sorry, Marshall. I was just wilding out. You know that I, I drink that red brown. <laughs> that shit just hit me. And then he do a trick shot like he revolver ocelot. <laughs> I still like it. Seemed like he was grabbing. Like he shot him like the gun like backwards. Yeah, he had the gun like flipped down, but still had his. I guess he had one of his fingers still on the trigger, so he flipped it up and just shot him. But he was high. I don't think he would have. That old man ain't do nothing to him. Curly Bill knew exactly what he was doing when they high. So why take him in? And they rush him. It's like you gonna let Curly Bill go? Fuck, I am. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you might rush me, but basically, I'm turning your head to a bowling ball. Yeah, he will. <laughs> He'll kill me. He ain't, he ain't bluffing. That's why it hurt. <laughs> and I got tired of his ass because his ass was a bitch. He was always talking that hot shit, but you always saw him running. Punk ass. Yeah, Ike. Run a lot. Ike run the whole goddamn movie. He don't see him at the end. So they arrest him, but there's no witnesses, so they got to let him go. So Virgil was like, you know what, why? I'll be a sheriff. Oh, boy. Okay. Pause. Pin. We're going to stop right there. Because I got some issues with that. Because in the end, or when we get to this second act and third act, they put all the blame on Wyatt. Wyatt told him, don't do this. Do not do this. I don't want to do this no more. He's telling Morgan, have you ever killed somebody before? You don't want that on your conscience. These motherfuckers, nah, we the law now. And what you expect? I just felt like why I got a lot of blame for actions that they made decided that they could have stayed out of it. 
We do everything together. The town needs us. <laughs> God damn it, Virgil, I'm retired. Eddie and Morgan, you got to put, you got to back your brother's pay. <laughs> I, I mean, we got all do it together. Oh, <laughs> uh, they bullied Wyatt Earp into doing the right thing, and as someone that's been bullied into doing the right thing, I hate that shit. Like, no, let me be a villain. I want to get paid and got my new girl because he's busy dirty macking. Like, oh, I see you, Mister Wyatt Earp. Yeah, he right. Like, yeah, you know, I'm no. Hey, you look like a lady. I am no lady. Oof. I like men. Basically, and she said, "Like she... men makes me not a lady." Then I am not a lady. And if, if I see what I want, I'm gonna jump on that shit. And basically. if you you want the X-rated terms of what she's saying, she's saying I like dick. I <laughs> that's just basically what she was saying. Pause. I like all aspects of men. I like to get it. Yeah. At the OK Corral. You want to get to my OK Corral, Mister? Oh, it's Law and Order. You want to put you want you want to law me down, put some order on me. Oh, you a weird lady. I never met a lady like you. <laughs> why? They, why they use some type of drugs? Why? She's like, yes sir, no sir. Light off, missionary. And she like, no, I like it like them French girls do it. She gonna do, Mister Lawman? They out there at a picnic. Picking flowers. Yeah, he Wyatt was. Knows, Wyatt knows. Oh, 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 he go home. You ever thought about picking flowers? <laughs> <laughs> no, he did not say. <laughs> he said. The dope. He said he was saying to her, "You ever think about us just packing up, leaving?" He was like, he knew the temptation was there, so he was just ready to go, and he didn't want to be in the law no more because his brothers. <laughs> yeah, she out here. She rough. She got it rough. No. It was the same energy Mary Jane had when she tried to do that upside down kiss with her fiance in Spider Man Two. He like the fuck I'm reading the newspaper. <laughs> Why Earth oh, wanted out, man? He didn't want none of this, man. Common law. They made it real clear. <laughs> so they so they become marshals and they put the whole you know we gonna have no guns to see the limits. We ain't saying that you can't have guns. We're just saying you can't bring them into town. You ain't taking my gun. Oh boy. Basically. So they got out here and have a shootout. And boy. Um, so it's the the the, the Earth Brothers and Doc Holiday. And let's just say Doc Holiday and Wyatt got hands. And their mother too. Mm. I don't know. Well, let's not let's not forget that. Uh, let's not forget that before that Doc gets sick, he uh, he passes out playing gambling. Uh, so they had to take him to the, the back to his hotel room, and the doctor comes, sees him. The doctor's like, "Yo, you got to chill out. You got to stop all the smoking, drinking, and the fucking." <laughs> two hours, two years. Hard sick. You just need to rest. Once my man said he had to stop having sex, get out get out of my sight. Look like a lot of fornication might have to come to an end, my dear. And he like and she like, uh uh-uh. uh. So she 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 does what she needs to do to keep her man uh happy. Or killing mm-hmm. him. You may be the Antichrist. <laughs> That's what he tells her. <laughs> oh he don't say no. Yeah, he don't say no. He she you know, she doing what she do. 
I'm trying to get ready for that move. I'm trying to be a little bit PG. <laughs> I'm trying. I say it's gonna work. I mean, but Doc talk trash the whole time whenever you're playing cards. Oh yeah, like you know, maybe poke is not <laughs> oh, yeah, because Ike is like upset. I, he that's the twelfth hand you ain't won. Ain't nobody that damn lucky. Why Ike? <laughs> if, if you my friend, I don't know if I can live the bread. <laughs> Sweating over here. So anyway, they have a gunfight. You know, the brothers get wounded. Um, Doc do the slick thing when the dude's on a, a horse in the way, so he shoot the shotgun up mm. in the air so the horse move. And then he should blast him. Yeah, Doc out here sick as a bitch, but his aim is one hundred. Except for Ike ass. For some reason, his aim went zero shooting at Ike. He was hitting everybody else and he was letting, man, lighting some out with a six shooter. That shit was no automatic. He's like, doom, 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 doom. And Wyatt out here, he don't believe in ducking. Nope. He don't believe in hiding. That man out here, like, Master Chief. This motherfucker has an infinity armor on. <laughs> oh, we won't get to how bad it is eventually. We're gonna get to that point. Yeah. So they have a gunfight, okay corral. They kill um a couple of the cowboys. Virgil get wounded. Morgan get wounded. Of course they did. Dumbasses. And then you got the sheriff working with the cowboys. So <laughs> cowboys ain't letting them slide. Virgil end up getting handicapped can't use his arm. I got one arm to hug you, dear. Yeah. I still got one arm. Morgan gets shot in the back. Who shot him? I can't remember. I don't even know if they shot him. It was weird. Like, you see him get shot and they working on his back. Like, hope, hope still, goddammit. (laughs) They're trying to yank it out with their bare hands. It's stuck in there. It ain't going nowhere. And why is. <laughs> and then she did uh old fast ass gonna come running up there looking for some dick and he just like look at me with his with his common law wife standing there watching as the side piece pull up Mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah you know if it won't hurt russell you absolutely right this is play people have a lot of different feelings about this movie Sipping on some scissor, she ain't seen nothing. Yes, What's sir. wrong, Wyatt? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So it's like, okay, you leaving town, and it's like, you, you smell that curly bill? Smell like a dead man. Damn, Johnny, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> you know, curly bill tell you to chill out. You know how much you wilding out? <laughs> Cause it's come on, we leaving town. All right, bye. Oh no! Didn't we miss a scene? Yeah, we missed a scene where um, Ringo was pulling up on them because they had something that happened, and uh, Wider was like, "I'm not gonna fight you." And then that's what Doc Puller was like, "I'm your Huckleberry," because he's about to get a shave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My fight's not with you longer. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. Oh, we got. Oh yeah, he come back. <laughs> My fight's not with you longer. Oh, what a damn slur. Play, uh, play for the blood, right? That's how it goes. And like they about to get it on until 
uh, Curly Bill pull up and is like, nah, we ain't going to do this right now. He's just drunk. <laughs> so it's like all these people are just there. <laughs> they're, they're in Tombstone. It's like ain't no getting around it. You can't hide from because it's just it's small. It's just Everybody's just there. So they have the funeral. Morgan's in there. Just there at the comment. Like, you smell that? You smell like a dead man. Mm-mm-mm. And then they call they call leaving town and they said, I right, just make sure they go on that train and then get them. They're gonna try to suck it. They basically try to throw a sucker punch on wider, hit him on the train. Why I got something for him? Because Virgil on the train, you know he on the train? Wider. Mm-hmm. And oh the homie. Leave Ike alive to deliver a message. Not to mention that uh Two or three of the cowboys, they end up jumping ship. Your, your man, uh, including um, our man, what's his name? Oh shit! Uh, I can't think of his name now. From The Walking Dead. All the stuff he's in, Mister Cliffhanger. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Man, what's his name? Shit, he's in. Matter of fact, let me pull up right now. Michael Rooker. There you go. Yeah, we done with that. After that happened with your brother, we done with that cowboy shit. Yeah, we you need anything, we roll with you. Oh, that's all I'll take, huh? <laughs> right? He kind of just looking at them like, huh, all right. You say, whatever. So anyway, he tried to jump on the train and while I was waiting for him, mm-hmm. shoots the other two and Clan ain't dead. And not to mention, this motherfucker cuts Ike with his, what do you call that shit in the back of your boots? Spurs. Spurs. Like, fuck your yeah. face. Gave him a joker smile. <laughs> out the you got it. See that? U.S. Marshal. Mm-hmm. Take a good look at him. Right? That's how you gonna end up. Cowboys. I see a red sash. I'm killing a man where? Run. Caught him a curve. Tell all those other curves the law is coming. You tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell is coming with me. He was talking that DMX shit. Yeah. This wire was in bar. He said, tell those curves, hell is coming with me. Into some DMX music in the background. And then they ride out on the horse. Doc somehow pulled himself half as dead and get on a horse. And out here they and this is the montage, they're just gunning down the cowboys, just left and right. Like five, like four of them. Yep. Cowboys are like a hundred deep. You get that shit don't matter. You get them breaking down cowboys and you get scenes of Doc. <laughs> Why are you out here? That's my friend. That's my friend. Shit, I got plenty of friends. I don't. I think that scene was so poignant because it told you everything you needed to know. About Doc Holiday and why him and Wyatt's relationship and how much friendship meant to him because he didn't have that many friends. I just thought that I thought that was scene was just beautifully done how yeah. they did that. Because they could like he know this is hastening his death and he don't care. Yeah, That's my friend, I need to help my friend. Like his his old one arm revolver. My ain't helping them <laughs> and, and you got you got motherfuckers. You asked them to help you move. My back hurt. Can't you get somebody else? 
Nah, I'll just call some movers, son. Go I'll give you. I'll give you some money for some movers or something. But yeah, my back so I gotta go to work Monday. Uh, you can tell somebody your real friend. They trying to move. Like oh, I don't know. Got, got a bad knee. They out there deadlifting, but all of a sudden they got bad knees. <laughs> So you can do a box jump on Monday. You can't help me move this couch Sunday, huh? Watch that right. shit. That's advice from me and Shaheed. Watch that shit. Ask somebody to move. I'll tell you your friendship right there. So they join up in the posse. There's like five of them. Yeah. I mean, but then again, one dude named Turkey Creek. <laughs> <laughs> Turkey Creek Jack Johnson. It's like <laughs> Texas Jack Vermilion. They out here just gunning folks down. And it gets to the point where it's like they still hunt them down and it's an ambush. Curly Phil out there waiting by the creek. Mm-hmm. And it's they got, oh, you like that wide? We got some on both sides. What you gonna do now? And McMaster's like, <laughs> he crying. Damn it, we need to do something. <laughs> well, Wyatt does something. And what he does is Get his eat his oh. beat at, get, <laughs> eat his big ass uh, street streets of rage for a turkey, uh, put some damn Metal Gear armor on, and proceeds to get up and walk while this gunfight is happening and not say no, no, <laughs> no. no. not duck, no, 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 <laughs> not duck. Twenty might as well started playing. This man is just walking in the. Up a river. He ain't ducking. He ain't running. He just strolling. Somebody should have blew his goddamn head off. But these motherfuckers ain't got no Curly aim. Shot at him like Curly Bush shot like nine times. Didn't hit him once. Like what were they like? Curly got hit. Five yards from each other. At one point they get like five yards and Curly Bill is missing. Woof. Where is he? Down by the creek walking on water. <laughs> That's where he at. Man, gunned down Curly Bill. Curly Bill was like, what in the world? I guess a man, he probably had the same face Agent Smith had at the end of the Matrix. Because <laughs> I'm like, they are right next to each other. And if nobody's hitting him, not once. And I'm looking at like, all right, I know Wyatt Earp is a badass. This shit is, this is some John Cena shit right here. <laughs> Curly Bill's out of here. He dead. And you just, and that's the thing. It's kind of like okay, he the boss, right? But then it's like you said, you know, they talking about Johnny Ringo. Johnny Ringo take over. Ooh, oh shit! <laughs> they <laughs> they killed they killed the homie. Uh, oh shit! They killed our homie. What the fuck is his name? The actor dude. Oh, you talking about the one that's playing Curly Bill? No, they killed um shit. What's his name? Right, they killed Billy Zane. Yeah, they killed Billy. I was trying to think of his name in the movie. Yeah. I can't think of that's right. Talking about, oh, she, he tried to put his hands on me. He stepped, he's defended me, and they murdered him. Billy Zane. Yeah, you know what's funny? Hmm? I didn't realize he was playing Ike Clanton the whole time. You know who that is? Who playing Ike? Stephen Lane. Mr. Mr. Avatar himself. The main villain from Avatar. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me, oh, you out here working with these damn aliens? I was gonna get your legs back. 
<laughs> it don't even look like Stephen Lane. No, I don't. And I, I've seen him and stuff, and it's funny. But there's a lot of people in this movie like that. So, yeah, so Johnny Ringo is taking in charge. Doc get even more sick. You're killing yourself, so you got to take him to Henry. You Henry Hooker? Yeah, who asked me? Why the bar? You can stay for a day. God damn, cuz. Uh, a day. So Ringo's, you know, Ringo's, oh, McMaster, we going, let's talk out some peace. You know, damn peace. McMaster going out there talking about, we going to have a parlay, we can work shit out. <laughs> they work him out to the grave. They say, damn it, they got McMaster. They buy his family like a piece of old ass lunch meat. Yeah, he smell like uh, bologna. Mm-hmm. So he going, he going to have a show. Basically, the whole thing is a showdown. Him and Ringo meet me at such and such time as they had to talk like it's a man like Ringo. He's got a hole where his heart would be. It's filled with emptiness. He had nothing filling it. He's like, can, you, can I beat him? No. Fuck no. <laughs> no. That's how you know. That's how you know their friendship was real. Because he ain't bullshit, is it? Nah. Nope, you gonna die if you go yeah. out there. Yeah, it's, and that's why I keep getting that you tomorrow. Yeah, Johnny Ringo will go for Division Two. <sighs> I treat him like he Adam Morrison. I told you he was Ryan Leaf. I thought that would make it a little bit no, better. No, no, no. Why Ert was walking around like he was bulletproof, <laughs> and, and Doc Holliday saw that he's like, nah, that shit ain't working as Ringo. Yeah, you gonna die. You gonna you get your hair blown nah. off. We see him why Earp was like, you know, a bad, like it's a level of badass thing. Like, you know, John, we saw John Ring like, oh, this man standing, take care of it. He kneecapping people from like 50 feet. Curly Bill could hit somebody from like six inches away. <laughs> so we ain't talking about like sniper rifles they got out here doing it. So he can give him this piece talking about, you know, can't do it. So he gonna still go out there anyway. And then here comes my favorite point of movies. So Johnny Ringo waiting. Well, <laughs> I think you were going to make Aren't it. Aren't you going to show it? Yeah, I'm your Uncle Bear. And the look Johnny Ringo give. Oh, Johnny Ringo, you look like you've just seen a ghost. Oh, you just saw some. Uh, nah, fam, we good. My beef ain't with you. <laughs> <laughs> My fan, because you know, and if anybody needs to know why this plays, you got to go back to the beginning when he said he'll see a pale rider. That's then mm-hmm. that's who Doc was to him because he's seeing that that whole thing is coming true now. They, somebody was gonna come to him and basically kill him. I'm fighting out with you, Holiday. <laughs> I begged. We started a game. We never got to finish. Play for the Play blood. For blood. I was just fooling around. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> it's legal. He's like, all right. And then like, all right. He try to get some false comments. All right, all right, Lunker. Mm-hmm. And you can tell. Doc Holiday know he got this. You know what I say? Say when. He like, you swing first. You know how much balls you got to have? Tell somebody, swing first in a gunfight. Uh-huh. Like, I need a first shot. And they looking. And Johnny Ringo starts to draw. Doc to shoot at the angle through his dome. Come on. Come on. You know, fun. 
You're no fun at all. <laughs> you just too high <laughs> uh, And uh, Wyatt pull up like, what the fuck just happened here? I'm afraid the strain was more than he could bear. Oh. I thought you were sick. <laughs> oh, I was just putting on a little bit. <laughs> All right. With your 20% lung tissue, let's finish it. My only goes so far. You're like, All right. The last church of Wyatt Earp and his immortals. And then you would think, okay, the movie still don't end. So they killing everybody else. So for Ike Clanton, Ike Clanton try to get away. He throw away the, he throw it. Hey, what a boy. Bitch. You can't get out the set like that. What the fuck you thinking? Nah, fam. <laughs> Don't shoot. The blood shit was just middle-aged crisis. I ain't really down like that. Don't shoot. <laughs> oh, shit. So. Mm-hmm. So. They take care of the rest of the Cowboys, Doc Holliday's in Sanitarium. Why Earth shows up there with a book? It's just talking, you know. And Doc Holliday, you know, you just don't forget about me. Go with that Hollywood girl. Yep. Have some fun. Enjoy life. Basically, you know, got one life. Yeah. Don't sit here with me, motherfucker. I, I, and it was almost that thing of everything I did. I didn't do it because I wanted you to sit here and watch me die. I did it because I was your friend, and and, and that's what friends do. But you need to go live your life because I'm I'm about to die, bro. Yeah, here's a book. Uh, what a shame. Life is funny looking at his dirty ass feet. <laughs> and it's like Doc Holliday was just kind of like broken Superman. The only thing that could bring him down was his own body, and I just kind of think of kind of like because Gail Sayers passed away recently. And you know how you hear about people, you know, like our Jerry Samo, yeah. It's different looking at stats of Michael Jordan and seeing Michael Jordan. Like if you seen him, you know why we talk about him the way we talk about him. Yeah. They talk about Gail Sayers like he was damn Superman. And to put it this way, he got the Hall of Fame all five years. Yep. And you see highlights, it's like it seemed like he they playing in the forties and he playing in the seventies. Yeah, he was ahead of his time. Like it just—it's it, like it seemed unfair. Like somehow playing, like somehow got a, a F sixteen to World War Two. Like what the hell are you doing? And that's basically how they treat Doc Holliday. Like even being sick and everybody making lunch like that, ain't nobody was in his class. Nope. Nobody. As good as Johnny Ringo was, he's like, nah, Doc, I was, I was fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's playing around. I ain't mean that. Johnny Ringo missed the no soul scaring everybody else. So he's like, nah, no, nah, I'm all right. Yeah, I don't want no smoke. Smoke one with I you. You, you smoke I, one with you is with your homie. So. Ah, but here now. So, <laughs> I was just playing. I wasn't. See, and I, I, I still hold. I thought the movie should have ended there. I understood what they were trying to do or whatever, but. To what you were saying when we were off air, this motherfucker was dirty macking. So we will get a, the dirty mac go, get gets a Here happy we ending. Go. We need to get to this part. Um, I ain't got no money. <laughs> I ain't got no career. Um, I I don't know what we gonna do. I don't got any. I don't got no money. I don't got any way of making money. But I love you. I ain't got no plan. I don't have a plan. <laughs> How many times we make fun of Tyler Perry for doing this shit? 
He ain't the only one. Cause this is some this straight out. If this is straight out here. I'm broke. I ain't got no money. I ain't got no plan. But we'll make it work. Well. And you know she say, I don't know where I'm rich. Well, I mean, she said she was rich, so I guess. And she just laughed it off the whole time. You didn't realize, like, oh, I come from a wealthy family. Don't worry about no money. Yeah. I just want you to love me for me. And yeah. it's like, yeah. Just know like, I put this, put this put this on Twitter in 2020. <laughs> see see the view, see the quote teach get on it. Like, this heifer dumb. That's what they, they be saying. <laughs> Ain't nowhere in the world. Why better start slinging that lot of them? That's what they be saying. She put them on this. She go. She go. Uh, she go put uh, wired them up. She gonna set them up. Put away that smoke wagon. Start selling some smoke meats or something. <laughs> oh, you got no way to make money. You better find a way. <laughs> yeah, that'll be like uh, three or six months down the road. But that first two months is gonna be heavenly bliss. So they. Get together and they stay together for 47 years. See? His wife died two years later. Lord them overdosed. Damn. Just left his wife. Yeah, the way they wrote that shit, I was like, my God. <laughs> died in a robbery. He finally got his. Man, the way they said, oh, you know, they live happily ever after, but she don't. <laughs> that scissor had a leaning. Oh, that shit is horrible. That'd be like, you know, Russell Wilson found happening with Sierra. His ex-wife, on the other hand, got hit by a train. Oof, rough. <laughs> on a train, she was trying to catch a train to meet Golden Tate. Instead, she got hit by it. Uh-oh. Yeah, I said that for a reason, because of the news. If you know, you know. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to see you on the field, motherfucker. Nigga squared up at the 45. Oh. So like, yeah. Oh. He's on some Sonny Corleone shit after he was doing some Sonny Corleone shit himself. Nah, I'm out of here. It, yo, oh my God. That's just that that was just and, so insane. That was insane. Yeah. And you know the funny thing is, oh, and that's Tombstone, by the way. But you know the <laughs> funny thing about that? Putamo, how he doing that when he had that same energy with Russell? I'm like, that's his sister. Yeah. Sonny Corleone was out here knocking off mistresses with a whole ass wife, but guess what? When Connie needed some help, he was right there. One that got nothing to do with the other. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I I'm, 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 women won't do that. Like he, he respects the way he want to. Right. Yes, you, yes, men, yes, men pick and choose how to respect women. The fuck you think they gonna do? That's what they do. Russell Wilson probably saw that shit and was like, "Everybody be blessed as long as you're happy," because hey. I'm happy. <laughs> how you feel about that? I'm, all right. no, I'm, I'm good. Right. Sierra out here making, she making some cornbread. I'm just out here chilling, looking at tape. Yo, you see DK out there running them routes. <laughs> I'm blessed. I'm Well, Woody, you ain't stressing that. You don't think he? You don't think he making sure to stress nope. his hair? Make sure I, them curls curl. I saw the, I saw plenty of jokes about that, and I'm just like, do y'all do y'all really even believe Russell Wilson even thinking about that? Okay, so only fools live in the past. That's what and they say. You know, wasn't a fool. Why hurt? Because what else? What other movie we had where the hero ditches his drug addled wife for the rich jump off? This is rare. This is rare territory for us for any movies we've done. And they and they just like, yay! <laughs> the movie played all like, yeah, hero. 
it's because it, it's it, I, I think it's also like I said I think it's because like you said it's Kurt Russell and the way he played the role you just find yourself rooting for him follow your dream don't be held back by no marriage <laughs> that's Alicia Keys energy right there I swear to God she, like, she on drugs anyway she like that lean leave her alone it's a mainstream movie and I'm just there's no way you could play that in 2020 Ain't no, ain't no. Way. I think you could get away. I don't with know it. how they played. I don't know how. He leaving his the opioid crisis going on. He leaving his drug addict wife that needs support for because because new girl. It, I like dick. It would have to be and a I lot of. It, I get it. it would have to be a lot of you know touches made to a script to make it work. I think like. You need to focus almost like in um Sons of Anarchy, where the girl was just so like messed up. He was like, "Nah, I, we need a divorce. I gotta get away from you because you well, just that's different." They divorced. No, that's what I'm saying. They would have to. Anarchy, yeah, but this one is like you know, oh, you know why I don't. It's and keep in mind, we comparing Jack Teller to Wyatt Earp. <laughs> Wyatt Earp is a hero. <laughs> Jack Teller ain't no Jack Teller. Just got some white sneaks. He just handsome. Why are, why are, it's like Superman, like Lois, I'm, and I'm be a little late. I'm gonna be at um the Watchtower on a mission because he's smashing Wonder Woman's cheeks. <laughs> Can you imagine they have a move like even Zack Snyder would do that shit? Where's Clark? <laughs> Clark, Clark in, you better ask Diana. Where, Bruce, where's Clark? This movie is hilarious that they played that straight and it's kind of like we are rooting for him. To, don't let don't let nothing small like a marriage get away your true love. Yeah. She was on that lane. She won't doing good. Yeah, go find you, go find you a good woman. Yeah, we are not condoning this on this show. We're just saying what happened and what the movie did. And, and keep in mind, also, <laughs> Kurt Russell directed the majority of this movie because the original director dropped out yeah. um, partly through, and the guy they had wasn't like really experienced. So Kurt Russell was basically saying, you know, I was just doing it. Why acting? Mm-hmm. Why not? <laughs> I can do it. Yeah, why not? It's, it, you would never know by watching it. Although it's kind of like, it's funny how it feels like he got like three endings. Yeah. It absolutely does. Um, maybe I don't know. It's just the they should have stuck with one in. I think they. I think you could have got away with just saying why uh, Doc Holliday passed away, but then people would want to see him. You know, he would just play so much of a role in the movie. He was like, nah, we got to have one last scene with them together. And then this whole dirty macking thing. It was just like I didn't need that. You could have just wrote that at the end. He lived happily ever after for it. Uh, you gotta have that. He can't. Well, you're not gonna have Doc Holliday dying off panel. No, no, that's what so, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You got. You had to have it just with the impact he was had in the movie. You had to have a last scene with those two, at least. Yeah, I mean, you you're gonna have to have the scene with Doc Holliday, and you're gonna have to have the scene with the woman because, like, they built that relationship up. So they can't say, "Oh, Doc told him to move on, so he moved on." Because they're like, Wait, "What?" So. <laughs> Yeah, that's Tombstone. Uh, like I said, this is one of my favorite westerns. Uh, I don't know if we'll do my other favorite western uh, eventually, but we might get to it. it well, we have to decide because I know how which she. One, he, which one is that? It's Young Guns. Oh, 
But I know you like you prefer Young Guns too. Only because I've I, two was the one that used to come on HBO all the time when I was growing up. So I saw two. I don't even think I saw one from beginning to end. I saw bits and pieces. Okay. So I mean, yeah, I, one I mean, has Charlie Sheen in it, right? Huh? Part one has Charlie Sheen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, That's the one with Charlie. in part two. No. I'm guessing he dies in part one. Yeah, he dies early in part one. Part okay. one. <clears throat> that makes sense. Cause no, no, I'm I'm not against young guns. Like it's just kind of like it's definitely a nostalgia watch. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the, I like the lot more when I was younger than now, but I'll still watch it because it's just fun. And Emilio Estevez, it's just funny, Emilio Estevez and Christian Slater was had a career where like they were these young stars and then they vanished. Mm-hmm. And then Christian Slater just came back, like Mr. Robot and like Mr. USA, and Emilio Estevez is doing the Mike Ducks again. <laughs> like, it's, like it's fun. Like he just vanished. Like Emilio Estevez was in all this stuff. He was a star, and then I remember it was a big thing when he popped up Mission Impossible, and it was uh-huh. like, oh, he wasn't even the credit. And he died, and I haven't seen him anything since. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things. I I know I. Can't find any reason. I know I saw an interview with him like last year. He was on some show, and I was just like, "Huh?" And he was talking about why, you know, why he chose. Why didn't he go with the Sheen name and stuff like that? They were asking him questions like that, and I'm just like, well, "Why isn't he acting anymore?" Yeah, because it's it's just funny. Like you know, his dad was acting. I always laugh. His my favorite role. His dad did is Mass Effect. I mean, maybe uh. Maybe Charlie was like, look, these two and a half mid checks are hit. Oh, Charlie Sheen was fine. He he don't gotta work between two and a half men and that anger management show, he paid for life. So them damn checks gonna keep in him and all the cocaine and women he want. So he fine. Martin Sheen is he's still consistently working. Emilio just dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah, maybe he just ain't felt like doing it. But uh what movie are we doing next week? So it's my choice? Yep. It, it is my choice. So I've been thinking about what we going to do. And I remember before, see, I have of two plans because I know people been, really, people been pulling us like th- two different directions. One, people like, y'all need to do more Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. I thought about that, but I'm saving that. Good. We get in there, we're going to jump in there all the way. And people also said, why don't y'all do the Batman trilogy? That's gonna be later too. Yeah. So I get to do what I want. I'm picking <laughs> one of my sword and sandal movies. I remember a long time ago I said we want I want to do some of them. So I was debating which one I wanted to do first, and I know exactly which one I want to do first. Troy. Okay. I've only seen it once. <sighs> I love Troy. You know why Troy is funny? Because it's basically Brad Pitt being Dean Ambrose for two hours. <laughs> no. It's, it's a movie because it's like, when I think of like, you know, Gladiator, you can root for Russell Crowe all day, not feel bad. 300, you can root for Leon, like Gerard Butler and not feel bad. Even King Arthur, you can root for Clive Owen and not feel bad. And you know what they all have in common? Just the main character is talking trash and fighting for his country or fighting for his people. And just being careful the whole toy. Troy is different because it's kind of like it's the the main character is not necessarily the, a good guy. Like Brad Pitt is like, the, I'm fighting for me. 
My whole thing is I'm fighting for glory. I'm fighting to get my rep. I don't give a damn about none of these motherfuckers right here. Like, and he is basically invincible. Whereas like he just destroying everybody he get on, on screen with. Eric Bond is probably the closest thing to a hero. Cause like I'm fighting for my country and really cause my punk ass brother out here dirty macking and got my <sighs> You wanna see Troy once? Yeah, so I don't really remember it like that. The, okay. The whole point of it is like Greece is going to war with Sparta because Orlando Bloom took somebody's woman. That's the whole movie. Oh wow. They went they went to Sparta for peace. He snatched Helena Troy away from Sparta from King Men- um from King Menelaus. Sneaking his woman away, get, sneak on a boat and bounce. Homie find out, get his brother, who's like the biggest warlord in Greece, and it's like, you know what? Fuck all that. We going to war. That's the movie. Shit, this movie You starting a war over a woman that ain't yours and dragging your brother down, your entire country down. This movie, you wanted a piece of ass. This movie is three hours and sixteen minutes. Good lord, man! I don't remember it being that long. Shit, I'm looking at extended. I'm just looking at where uh, I just pulled it up, Troy, just to see what was on, and they are streaming on Netflix, just in case y'all want to yeah. go to watch it. Good, because yeah, because and I will say a funny thing about it: for the longest time, the only way you could watch Troy was the extended version. Okay. Like so, yeah, yeah, you're right. On, if you tried to buy it on Blu-ray, it was the extended version, and I will say I do not like the extended version because they changed the one. Some of the stuff they add is fine. They space some stuff out. It messes, but it mess. It makes a long movie longer, and the music, the music change sucks. But the version on Netflix is the theatrical version. Yeah, I see. It's two hours and forty-two minutes. Okay, yeah. so that works. And that's right. the only way you. Yeah, and it's kind of like you can't buy the theatrical version. You cannot buy it if you try to buy it, the only one is is only out on Blu-ray and it's the extended version. So I recommend watching it on Netflix. This is a situation where I would say watch the regular version, not the extended version. Okay. Because the movie long enough as it is, and it's kind of funny, like you know. The main characters aren't necessarily like the good guys. Like Eric Bonner, the closest thing to a good guy in the movie, because like you know, I'm fighting because my brother fucked up, and he pointed out too. Like you know, we doing this because you want a piece of ass. You put our <laughs> entire country at war because you got a crush. And he's like, I'm gonna fight, brother. Like Orlando, it is funny. Orlando Bloom, you think like this is like post Lord of the Rings. And around the same time, it's like Paris the Caribbean. So it's like Orlando Bloom, like, you know, a nice hero guy. He is not a hero in this movie. He is not likable at all. And it's hilarious. And it. like, I was watching this, I watched the movie, the movie theater, quick story before we talk about some wrap it up. And it was, you know, how you watch movies sometimes. There's somebody like in the crowd talking. It was this one black dude that was just doing commentary the whole movie. Like, I ain't like this punk ass no way. He <laughs> was loud as hell. And it was annoying, but it was funny. The whole time. Because he was hating on Orlando Bloom character hard. But it was deserved. Like, Orlando Bloom. Like, a dirty mech with no hands. Uh-oh. 
gotta have hands if you yes. dirty man. He can get, I will say, quick spoiler alert, when he end up fighting Hella's husband, he get the shit beat out of him. And Brendan Gleason talking trash the whole time. Like, this is what you left me for? <laughs> Y'all is screaming like, this dude ain't shit. Call him a coward. <laughs> Tell him about the, you know, see the crows. They never tasted Prince before. Like, you about to get eaten. After I'll murder you. Like, it is up. And Brian Cox always plays an awesome villain. He's the main villain in the movie. And I always make a joke that him and Danny Hudson, like, they take turns. Like, are you going to be the villain this time? To the point where they both play William Strike and X-Men movies. Because <laughs> Brian Cox did an X Brian Cox did an X2. And he did it in X-Men Origins Wolverine. <sighs> well what are the odds? And it's like if you if you have you had Brian Cox in the movie, he's gonna be the, I would say it's an enjoyable movie. It's a it's a messy movie because like it's harder with somebody. Gladiator's too easy. We can always do that. Three hundred I don't know. Do you still like three hundred? Uh I still like the visuals going through the I tried to start watching it a while back and I just stopped. I was like, I don't really want to watch this. This was still good though. I mean, I still like I still like watching it. One, because I love Gerard Butler. Two, because I always forget that Michael Fassbender's in the movie. Oh, I don't. That's the that's the one thing I always So when remember. he pops up I always No, because I remember 300. And I remember that character. I'm like, this dude keep popping up. Who is he? Well, he was a thing, and I forgot, and it was like I'm guessing did Inglorious Bastard come out after 300? Yes. Or before? Then came out after. So I didn't realize Michael Fosbender was in 300 until I saw X Men First Class, and then I saw 300 again. I'm like, wait a second, that's hell. I'm like, now it makes like, cause why? Why do you keep popping the movie? He just that's some dude. You did uh, so did Leonardo DiCaprio point. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I recognize him. Yeah, I did the point. All this was a popcorn. But no, I enjoy 300. But and I laugh because it's kind of like between 300 and God of War. All of a sudden we cared about Sparta. No one gave a rat's ass about Sparta to them, them damn thing. And now Spartan this, Spartan that. But that movie does not age well in certain things. I'm like, that movie problematic. If I was Iranian, yeah, I would have beef too. They got us out here with who, with hoofs. Yeah, they were wild. And we all like demon wizards and the eyes glowing in the dark and my face. Yeah, some of this stuff going, it's like that. Zack Snyder was kind of telling us who he was and we got caught up in the whole visuals. So we may do that, but I'm in no rush. You ever see the sequel? Uh, and I hate it. Yes, I did see it and I absolutely did not like it. Uh, the only good thing in that is, is Eva Green. Uh, yeah, I think I agree with you yeah. with that. Yeah, and the problem is she is way better than everybody else in the movie. It's the same thing with the Sin City sequel, where it's like she's just like on a. They had the same. It's funny they had the same problem. You take out all the fun characters, and you got one character so much better than everybody else to kind of mess up the movie. It's like it's Sin City fun. It's Sin City fun, but you ain't got Clive Owen and you ain't got Mickey Rourke. 
Well, I care about Jessica Alba that much. Right. Um. So, this month, Patreon. Thin line between love and hate. So this would be that would be this month's movie, uh, for the Patreon side. Uh, and I think after that, I thought we only have one more Patreon movie to do. I think I had to go back and check, but I do know um we have gotten a lot of big ups for having a guest on um last week. Shout out to Cam. Uh, so I, I feel like we're gonna do it again pretty soon. Like that light skin energy. <laughs> and uh, I got an idea. Did the around. same thing Black Eyed Peas did. That's why they brought in Fergie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we go do we we will have a guest on. Um, let's just say probably we'll try to do it once a month and have somebody to come in and do. I already it know which one we we should have. And I already know which movie we should do it for because he asked us to. Ghost Dog, right? Yes. Yeah, that's and what I was. Gonna, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, we should do Ghost Dog. Um, so yeah, I think that's gonna happen. Uh, Troy, let's see what's going on before we get up out of here. So Jamie Foxx spilled the beans, uh, or maybe he's just lying and just saying anything. But he is back as Electro in the MCU, and he did say it was a Spider Verse movie. I don't know if MCU pissed at him. I don't know if that's the truth. But we know he's I back mean, to Electro. Look, you having Jamie Foxx play the same character he played in a different Spider-Man movie and a Spider-Man movie. So people already was going to guess that. Because I remember when it dropped, like, this shit fake. <laughs> when I first saw the tweet, I was like, hold on, let me check this source. I was about to retweet the Y'all like, nah, this, is, this can't be right. Because yeah. it's like, they taking it from the Spider-Man movies that really nobody liked, from the worst one, like the bad one of that one. And it was like, what? And I saw it, I clicked it, and it was like, yup. And I was like, yeah. Um, I think the, I think people just, you know what, we can do what we want right now. It's COVID, we got free time, and DC, go, DC got three people playing Batman. Why not? And so why the hell not? And I'm like, and people. And the funny thing is, people made fun of Sony about y'all gonna do a whole Spider Verse thing, and Venom into the Spider Verse both hit in completely different ways. And then the Spider Man game dropped out. So Sony's like, you know what? We dropping our nuts. Out. We doing what we want. We making money. Fuck y'all. Like we making money. We out here making hits. Now, so I'm curious to see exactly where this go because I'm kind of like. What's you know you open the door for this because it started having J. Jonah Jameson in yeah in the end of the last Spider Man movie which people liked was like oh he playing the, it's the same actor playing the same character from a different Spider Man universe and this Spider Man universe so once he did that it kind of opened up the doors um, and then the Spider Verse kind of really opened it was like it's different when it's animated you know if you do this you know people gonna say bring Tobey Maguire back that's what I was about to get at. Now that what I've read today is the rumor that's going around is that our, um, Andrew Garfield has been signed back to reprise his role as Peter Parker Spider-Man. So now it's a snowball effect because if he gets signed, then it's only, well, Tobey Maguire, what you doing? <laughs> hey, I'm, um, I'm old. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck Tobey Maguire doing? 
You ain't had. We never had grizzled Spider. Like that's a funny thing with Spider Man. Spider Man has always been young. You never had old man Petey or nothing like that. Like his kid, and that's one of the reasons why I tell you this. My wife don't like Spider Man movies. She think this is like she think it's kitty shit. Um, I can understand. And I don't. And my whole thing with like I like Spider Man. I've always had that same issue with Spider Man. It's like we know. Well, I know. <laughs> but why, like, there's no way in the world this man should be broke living with his aunt. Like, this man looked like a model. He white. He a man. He handsome and he a genius. And he live in New York City. I think and he he broke. This is why I always I'm I'm always I understand Peter Parker and I, I'm, I hey if you love Peter Parker that's fine but I've always gravitated towards Miles Morales not just because it seems more realistic. Uh, and you like the, you like the police. We ain't talking about retrib- yeah. we ain't not talking about retribution like, right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are not talking about retribution right now. Uh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> but I think uh, like everybody's saying, it was like we we've already heard rumors that uh, WandaVision and the next Doctor Strange movie is gonna play with universes. So maybe this is all gonna play a factor into it because I just yeah. Also, too, another thing they talking about is that they're trying to get Hugh Jackman. For the Doctor Strange movie, so yeah. What's website? Why you pull out my ass dot com? I'll send. I'll send it to you. I'll send you to you today. You know, you know the funny thing about that? We about to go down road, nerd rabbit hole. Yeah. Hugh Jackman said he will only play Wolverine again if he could like play around the Marvel universe, specifically the Avengers. And I remember when he said that years ago. I was like, well, it ain't gonna happen. No, no. And then here we go. Years later, Disney buys Fox. And it's the whole thing is if you do it the right way, the fans will follow you. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't gotta gummy down nothing with the fans. It's like they will figure shit out. Cause it's like the most the most proper movie of all time is Avengers Endgame. That movie is complicated as hell if you are not a comic fan. You're like, what the fuck is going on? And it's kind of like people will follow it. It's like if you build it, they will come. If you build a cohesive, if you build an enjoyable storyline, they'll, they'll, they'll come. Because think about this. When they dropped Michael Keaton on Batman, you know what people said? Fuck it, I'm in. That's the first thing they said. They All that DC drama shit went out the window. Like, oh, you bringing back OG Bruce? I'm in. And then the other story coming, oh, you know, Ben Affleck coming back. Fuck it, I'm in. Like, just keep it. I'm, if, I'm buying what you're selling me because it sounds cool. I just sent it to you. So, so I'm my whole thing is make it although this kind of like yeah it'd be easier to bring Hugh Jackman back to find a new Wolverine. Well, I think also too if you're gonna play if Doctor Strange is gonna play with different multiverses and if it's just a cameo for that movie, yeah, that's fine because you'll get everybody will get what they wanted. You'll get to see Wolverine, Hugh Jackman in a cameo. Yeah, and uh, uh yeah. Marvel movie. Why not? Because it's kind of like it will work, and you know Kevin Feige all about the fans. And trust me, he pop up for like five, ten seconds. It, it like, oh wow, it is great. But you know that you know what the people did. 
Why can't you keep him? Because <laughs> he's old. That's why. He wanna, what? Because that motherfucker wanted. He want to eat a donut now and then. <laughs> Man, he's gonna be out there looking at Tom Cruise like, "Fuck it, can I do like four more?" Dope, dope. I mean, you talking about age? It's kind of like, yeah. You, that's the one thing about COVID, like so now stuff. Some of these people getting old. Like the Rock about to be fifty. That's true, and he's about to be fifty, and we start this shit. It's like, um, I don't know if he want to keep doing this whole chicken breast diet for the rest of his life. Yeah, and the Shazam, we, man, we haven't even got a Black Adam trailer yet, (laughs) and his man just turned fifty. Like, come on, bro. But yeah, we'll see. He keep himself in good shape, The Rock. So I don't think that'll be a problem. I I am waiting to see. How that pops off. I'm waiting to see how all this stuff pop off because this is the first year since the Marvel Universe started where we do not have a Marvel movie. Yeah, like I'm just, I'm fiending for uh, WandaVision to come on. <laughs> I'm just like, I need something new Marvel to just come out. Yeah, that shit looks bananas. Yeah, because you can tell they're going to be playing with a lot of time traveling, all that good shit. I mean, that's the whole thing. Once you was able to do what you could do with Avengers Endgame, it's kind of like we can do what we want. We can mix it. Like, we got all the toys now. We got the X-Men and Fantastic Four. We want to use them. We can whatever weirdo shit Sony doing, we can work with that too. And it's kind of like we can do whatever we want. The whole, the only fly to ointment, unfortunately, was the Chadwick Boseman thing. And you know, find out, Kevin Feige said he found out like an hour before he passed away. He what? That he found out Chadwick Boseman was sick an hour before Chadwick Boseman. Oh was shit, that's crazy. So Chadwick Boseman kept that close to the best, and his homies did too, because no, apparently nobody knew. Because people was assuming like, oh yeah, he might have known. That's why they was dragging out um, Black Panther two. Was like, no, nobody knew. And fuck all y'all people out there. Yeah, I'm going about to get on my soapbox right now. Fuck all y'all people out there who was, oh, y'all shouldn't have been joking on that, that man. He was sick. And I see uh the dude that's was in girlfriends. I think he put on weight or something like that. And supposedly he I think he said and I just saw people mm-hmm. cracking jokes. I'm like, yeah, fuck y'all. Y'all just want to be seen and seen and heard. Y'all ain't really about that. Cause y'all wouldn't even do that shit if you just said, Oh, y'all shouldn't have been cracking them jokes. We didn't know. Well, shit, you just did it again. Like, chill out. They can't help themselves. They cannot help themselves. That's why it's kind of like you gotta be careful what you say, because you don't know. Then you say, Oh, why you know thoughts and prayers? It's like right, yeah. everybody want to be comedians on Twitter, though. Y'all be talking that same <laughs> shit over and over again. Uh-huh. Like I say, everybody got jokes to us. Go for me, Tom. Because Aunt Kathy got that COVID shit. Oh, now, oh, you know, no, we got her health care. We got to figure out how to pay for her coughing. Yeah. Uh, why don't you call BT going to comic view? She's going to $500. Tell them jokes now. Like, it's a time of place for jokes. And I realize my sense of humor is like, it's real. I joke about certain things. Chris Benoit? Nah, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm done with them jokes. I'm tired of seeing them damn jokes. Cause I'm like, you know what? You know, Nancy got family too, right? Hey, hey. We tend to forget about that. Them jokes ain't for me. Uh, 
If y'all, hey, if you make, them hey, white, it ain't for jokes. me. It ain't for me. That's them white, them white boy jokes, and it's kind. That's what it is, because it's like you don't hear black people joking about Ben Wild like that. Not, not, not that much. So it's like it's whatever. It's it's a funny thing where everything we catching with streaming. Some shows hitting. Some like Glow had a season four. It is like nah. Y'all ain't got no season four no more. Oh, which was, I, which was not heartbreaking to me, but I was a little disappointed just because I felt yeah. like that show just needed a nice closing like, season. I'm like, if it's finished, just show it. <sighs> That's the thing. I'm like, Netflix got so much stuff they could be like. I'm like, yeah, what are you doing there. That's why I'm just shouting. Like, I've seen a lot of bullshit on Netflix. Like. And y'all ain't gonna let them have their oh, final season. A whole bunch of a whole bunch of bullshit on Netflix. This is a lot. So, but Cobra Kai already, you know, season three about to drop in January. They already renewed season four because they put that show on Netflix and people are like, oh, that shit high. I'm like, yeah. But I don't wanna be one of them hits like I was there doing a YouTube red hair. <laughs> like me and 15 other people. That one of dumbass is spending seventeen dollars a month for YouTube premium. <laughs> I like watching videos with no with no interruptions. Well, you know, no commercials. That's the reason. Re- that's the reason why I never saw season two till it went to Kane and Netflix. Because I was like, I was looking at the YouTube thing, and I was like, I'm not paying that much just to watch one show. Like there was nothing else that I, I want to watch yeah, on them. Yeah. And it's a lot of money too. I think my YouTube premium subscription is my most expensive one. It's like sixteen, seventeen dollars a month, and. The main reason I use is like I watch a lot of long videos mm-hmm. and I can watch in the background. Like if you got YouTube Red, you don't have to have the app open to watch, like to listen or watch something you can play in the background. Yeah, so if yeah. I'm listening to music, I can just throw it on there and like do other stuff. Regular YouTube, as soon as you close that shit down, that shit stops. So that's the main reason I got it was to watch long videos. So Cobra Kai was a bonus. What else dropped? Oh, they're doing a new Resident Evil sh- uh, movie. Yeah, I just read that up today. Robbie and Mel getting them checks. I see. It's funny where I was talking to Richard. I'm like, he made a jump somewhere. Because I remember on the flash. It was like, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. He wasn't popping like that. But then it was upgrade. Up- upload. The Amazon Prime show. Because Cold 8, he was cool. But it's still like, you know, he got some. But Steven was still kind of like, you know, overpower but no upload it's like he got something he just got he just got that thing like he just it's hard to describe but when you got it you got it he got the juice so you see him in there and I can't wait to hear all this they made Jill Black shit <laughs> cause they got um what's his name Hannah Joan Kamen probably butcher name from Ant-Man and Wasp some other stuff got her playing Jill Valentine and Jill Valentine ain't black on the um, video game uh-oh. But nothing saying she don't need nothing saying she need to be black though, so they made him black. It's like I'm waiting to see that. And anything that got Neil McDonough in it, I'm there. You know, I'm glad you just brought that up about her. Because that leads me to what we can get out of here on. These mad men people out here, I'm not buying. Uh, the new uh, remastered Spider-Man game. Not my Peter Parker. <laughs> I've, I've heard a lot of shit before and I've seen a lot of shit about people getting mad. But that had to be the most insane thing I have ever seen in my life. Not my Peter Parker. I was so mad when you sent me that. I was just like, 
who the fuck gets mad about a video game? About a video game that both white hey, people hey. that they using looks pretty similar to me. <laughs> they made him look like and, uh, Tom Holland. Now he look younger than Miles. They need to bring him back. I ain't playing that. We might be a burger back. Sony ain't give a flying fuck about what you want. You gonna buy that shit? Stop lying. I saw that. I'm like, they need. To, I'm like, they said they changed it so it can match the voice more in the show. The process. I can see why some people complain, but I'm like, get over it. Cause you know the funny thing is. It wasn't nearly as much complaints when they changed the voice, when they changed um, Kratos' voice from the old God of Wars, when it was T.C. Carson from Living Single, to the new guy. And I remember people was like, oh, why they changed? And then they heard the new guy went to him, oh, you know, he older, he different. And they kept the movement. Mm-hmm. Don't know why? Because the new voice is awesome. And the character is kind of different. And you get, you get used to it. It's like, you know, it's, it's a different Kratos. People kept it moving. This one is like, y'all, that's not my Spider Man. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It ain't, ain't your Spider Man. It's Sony's Spider Man. It's Marvel's Spider Man. It ain't I, yours, Mike 64965B. I guess I'll just keep playing my PS4. Go, oh, okay, good, good All luck. Right. Oh, oh, okay. You know, Scott Hall get like, ooh, our tough guy. Like, all right, you go ahead and keep playing your PS4. People are insane. They are goddamn lunatics. Yeah, they definitely are. Uh, shout out to everybody that got their pre-order. Uh, I gotta, I, <laughs> I gotta say that you know it's 2020, and I just thought we wouldn't have to go through things like this. I got people at work that want to buy my pre-order from me. Like literally asking me, I give you so and so. Let me get that pre-order, and I'm just looking at them like, Nah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> how much? Oh, it's, how much they wanted? Oh, it's uh, I got a hundred dollars so far. That's how far it's gotten. It was fifty at first. Then he came back. He said, Yo, man, I give you a hundred, man. Let me get that pre-order, man. A hundred, a hundred extra than what you paid? Um, no, 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 no. He's saying he's gonna give me a hundred dollars to get the pre-order because on Amazon, you know, they don't take it out until, uh-huh. yeah, until the, uh, yeah, yeah. they ship it. But uh, he was like, "Oh, I'll give you a hundred dollars," and I'm like, "For it," so I wouldn't have to pay nothing. He just gave me a hundred dollars. I'm just like, "Nah, that's all right, bro. I'm not doing that." Because he he actually got the Xbox, and at first he was like, "Let's switch," and I was like, "Nah," because I'm I'll get the Xbox whenever. I ain't rushing it. Here's the thing. Do they feel? Do they think they're not gonna be able to get one? This ain't Nintendo. That's what I was Switch. trying to tell him. I was like, "Yo, you you'll be able to get one. You might not get it this year, but you'll be able to get one like probably early Man, next year." It ain't no way in hell Sony ain't got enough people to, to have it by Christmas. Yeah, I, that's when I understand yeah. why they acting like this. Like, oh, y'all, we don't know if y'all will be able to get it. Cause it sound good. If it's hot, it's like I need to get that shit. It's hot. <laughs> So it sounds good considering like, oh, you just buy whatever the same way. But although it's, we can wrap up. It's funny how this still shouldn't be an issue. Apple can handle with their phones. Right. And their phones cost a, a lot more than these damn systems. And it's kind of like, even now it's like for the most part, you might have to wait. I mean, the long line is kind of done with phones. It's kind of like people don't buy phones like they used to. It's not like this whole, you got to wait in line for a week. And you don't get it, you may not like you might wait like a week, two weeks. But some of the shit is like, y'all know this stuff was coming out. Y'all know you're out of the house with COVID. 
Like, what y'all doing? It should not be this damn dick up by a system. Nintendo do that shit because they arrogant. They know they get away with, like, you know what? We put out what we put out. Fuck y'all. Like, we Mario got the damn bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to take what we get because ain't nobody else got what we got. So they get they can get away with it so they do that. And the fans complain, but they know it is what it is. They accept it. Sony and Microsoft don't need to be playing these games. It's like, people ready. Just, you know, I'm trying to give you my $500 per system and you don't want to take my damn money. What is wrong with y'all? Like, you imagine somebody trying to sling some dope. I got, no, I ain't got, I ain't got the brick today. Well, they, they, they just, uh, COVID and them getting it over to the U.S. They, and a lot of people saying it's not the U.S. that's the problem. It's those other countries that's going to be a problem. The U.S. is fine. It's going to uh, be like, yeah, it's I work, yeah. Oh, but it's always been like that. You see some of the prices people be paying, like in Australia. Mm-hmm. Shit. A hundred, like you imagine from they asking seventy dollars for a game. You imagine dropping a hundred dollars for a game. I see some of the shit they pay. I'm like, ooh, I would be, yeah, I'd be playing a play. I'd be, I'd be playing a PlayStation Two for ten years too. That shit was double <laughs> the price. That's why they play King of Fighters in Brazil. I always. It's a perfect place to wrap it up. I used to wonder all the time I go on YouTube and like King of Fighters videos, it'd be a whole bunch of people of Portuguese. Like, it's like, oh yeah, it's, it's big over there. I'm like, King of Fighters 97 is like, yeah, Neo Geo cheap. Mm-hmm. So they can swap the games out. That's that's what they grew up playing. It's kind of like you play what you play and you spoil in America. Like, it dropped November, you get November. Imagine it dropped November in Japan and we gotta wait till like June. That's a, you know that's how a, mad you be? It's like you, we used to get stuff like first or like two days after. Not we gotta wait six months. You know, like they they stopped doing that. Like you used to do that in Japan. Like they come out of Japan first, we wait. They stopped doing that shit because it's like you know we get it first or like early. But you imagine doing that? You gotta wait a year. Like oh, first where it come out? Let's drop November twelfth in Afghanistan. You get it in April. <laughs> you know how indignant you would be as an American, like. What? They don't even got running water and they get the PlayStation 5 for you. know the <laughs> xenophobic shit you be saying. So no, I'm people saying, oh, do you get the pre-order? I'm like, I'll get it when I get it. Yeah. At this point, if I get it and I come, that's ch- cherry on top. But if I don't, I'm I'm good too. Like As we talked about before, it ain't like it's gonna be a whole bunch of games we can get from Jump Street anyway. I think like like, you said, everybody gonna go on Twitter and take their shitty ass screenshots of like, oh look, I'm playing Spider Man. Like, like I think it's a thousand assholes. I think it's like seven or eight games that's supposed to be out that day. And, and then everybody gonna be buying. Everybody gonna be buying like one or two. And then the upgrades, like if you got the Avengers game and if you got uh uh 2K, those I think those supposed to be upgraded that day one. And uh, well, no, Cyberpunk comes out a couple of days later. So yeah, I'm gonna be playing Spider Man and Demon Souls till God of War come out. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm I'm at the point now where I try not to buy too many games at once because I'm like I want to buy a game, finish it, and then go to the next game. Because don't be like me. I learned I was the PlayStation Three era. I got I probably played maybe forty percent of games I bought on PS Three. It is some games like I I have all three bow shots and I never played part one or two, not once. I have five Assassin's Creed games. You know how many I played? One. 
<laughs> I played like the first one, like the first Enzio one. And I played like maybe 20% of that one. I never finished the second. I never finished, the, never played the second one or the third one. I barely played Assassin's Creed 3. And then I got Black Flag. I played that for like a day. And that was it. So I stopped buying Assassin's Creed's game. Not because the games are bad, because like I'm not playing them. Yeah, I'm working but my I'm working. I'm not playing. I'm working my way through the Yakuza games. Like I'm on the third one now. And I'm just like, shit, I gotta finish God of War. <laughs> yeah, so I do a game of time. Like Tomb Raider, like the new Tomb Raider ones. I got the first one on Xbox, played that one. I got the second one on PS4, played that one. I got the third one on PS4, played it, and then stopped playing it. And now just start playing again. You know how old that game is? I played that game for like seven months. Because I was like, oh, I got to play God of War. Like, I went from Horizon Zero Dawn, started playing that, and then I messed around, got God of War, played that, Spider-Man, and Nio. Back to back to back. So them games took up all my time. Final Fantasy, I probably got what, halfway through that. So I'm, I'm doing a game at a time. Cause like that shit take up way too much time. Yeah. So I'm not gonna be somewhere. I got like six Maddens. I never took the plastic off, which I used to be. Like I just get the games. I got them. It's like I got so many games. I'm, you know why I get Last of Us two yet? Why? I got why? Last of Us one on. Let me tell you how bad I am. I have the Last of Us on PS3 and the remastered version on PS4. You know how many? You know how many? You ain't finished. Days I played Last of Us. How many? Finish. Played that game for a day. Oh no! I played. I got the part where the clickers come and they kept killing me because I couldn't figure out how to throw a damn Molotov cocktail at it, and I kept trying to stab it and died. I'm like, no, fuck this depressing ass game. I'll come back to it later. Oh, that ain't depressing. Fun. That second game, the the part two is depressing as fuck. Who? That was a. Um, I will get to it when I get to it. Like, I'll avoid the spoilers. Like, I had... Okay, here we wrap it up. What's the game you had the most fun with recently? Tony Hawk. I figured you said you were a hipster. <laughs> you know what time it is. You want to know my two games? What? For two completely different reasons. Metal Gear Solid Five. One, I love playing that game. Did you finish it? Because it was... Yeah, I never I finished. finished I, I still got it. God damn, I got too many. Games. No, that game is even though even though that game is unfinished. Like you could tell yeah, that yeah. game was put out and they did not finish it because it like it ends on like a cliff. Like it's this you can tell it wasn't finished. But no, that game was just fun because it's kind of like it's open world Metal Gear. Like they drop you in there. Here's your mission. You could do it any way you want. Mm-hmm. They every way you want to do it. It's multiple ways. Like I. Is sometimes where I've done stuff and like the weather come. I did it by accident. I did the sneaky way. I did it like I was Rambo, and it's just—it <laughs> looks awesome. It's just fun. It's yeah. just like it's the first Metal Gear Solid game where it was actually fun playing. I don't think like that game actual gameplay. That game doesn't get it just do like it should. Yeah, because the storyline is just you know, they try to kill people by learning them to speak English with evil butterflies or some goofy shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then and Big Boss is a fake one. It's the medic and he changed his face. No, the storyline is, is Yeah, it's the storyline. And we're not going to talk about, oh, 
Well, the reason why that sniper ain't got no clothes, she got a thong on because she breathed through her skin. So she can't have too much clothes on because she would choke. No, just say you're a pervert, Hideo. Watch this <laughs> go with that. Nah, the truth sounds too good. <laughs> oh, remember that? I saw her drop. I'm like, why is she out there with like boots, a, a ripped tank top, and a thong? It's like, yeah. When you find out, you'll know. And then I saw the story. I'm like, it's even more ridiculous. It's like, yeah, people, people perverts. So that game and Nile. Because I'm a glutton for punishment. And I will say, I like games that are difficult but fair. And one thing I learned about, like, I'm not afraid like Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Because it's kind of like, the game is hard if you don't learn how to play. And too many games that come out now, you don't really gotta, you can play and not be good and have fun. Like Spider-Man, you need to learn all the combos? No. No. You just learn enough. Like knowing all that stuff so you can show off on YouTube is fun, but it's not necessary. It's like God War the same way where it's like you can be decent enough where it's like you can still have fun playing a game and know about half of how to do stuff and be just fine. Like knowing more stuff makes the game easy, not necessary. Stuff like Ninja Gaiden and Demon Souls and Nile, that shit don't fly. And I remember the first time I played Nile, and I'm like, I know I play video games. How hard can it be? I could it took me about what two days to get past the first level. And you were probably pissed. The first level. <laughs> I don't I'm fuck like, did I buy this game? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, I'll get here, learn how to block. Well, I mean, I'll block die or you get hit twice and die i'm like what the fuck is this and i kept and i kept dying and i was like this shit is not fun and i was about to stop playing about you know what i'm gonna learn so i learned about blocking i learned about stances i learned about the whole you can't get you know if you move around too much and you don't stop you're gonna get tired you get tired you're gonna get hit you get hit you die so i learned how to play i learned how things work I learned, like, I actually learned the button. Like, you do this to do this. If you don't, you die. Like, you pay attention. When every, like, each time I died, I learned something new. I knew why I did something bad and everything like that. And I got better and better and better. And learning how to play made me good at it. So mm-hmm. now, like, when I die, it's like, you know what? I'm not afraid of dying because I know I'm going to die. I can learn from it. Figure out what I did and fix it. Is the game frustrating? Hell yeah. Ain't nothing more frustrating for playing and losing like two hours of progress because you made a mistake and you got to start over. That shit is frustrating as hell. But it made me a better video game player and everything else. Because now I play a game, I'm like, I can, I can dust these normal games like because I know what to do and what not to do and I'm not afraid of death. I used to be afraid of death while playing what's the game? Um, Dead Space. I know. Remember those games like PS3? I know you're talking about like a, I just never minor. played. Oh, that shit. I was afraid of playing those games. <laughs> the, especially the first one. To this day, I only played the first one I had the cheat codes on. Because I could not. I was like, I tried to play that shit at night. And that thing almost gave me nightmares. I'm like, because. <sighs> you shouldn't be afraid of video game because it's a video game. But some games I do not play. Like Resident Evil, some of the earlier ones, I'm like, nah, fuck all this. I remember the first time I played Resident Evil 1 and a dog jumped out the fucking window. <laughs> and I jumped like the fuck. Like I shouted like a 
I got scared. I'm like, it's a video game. The dog ain't gonna kill me in real life. Nope. But <laughs> nope. Started nope. your ass scary though. Scary games, Silent Hill. You can keep that shit. Like no. I need the lights on. I need a big ass gun. Now nah, I'm running out of bullets, and I got a knife, and I hear something, and it might be a spider or a, a lizard come and bite my fucking head off. I'm like no, I don't want games. I'm afraid. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, I know y'all tired of us talking about video games, but uh, shout out to uh, the cast of Glow. They are definitely got the hashtag going. Save Glow. They're saying that they at least deserve a movie to finish off their story. I see it going on Twitter right now. The writers, the actors, everybody involved. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why Netflix fucking up. Yeah, they kind of like, yo, let us finish this shit. <laughs> like, at least, yeah, a movie will do. Fuck, you ain't even got to do it for it. Just give us a quick movie, hour and 30 minute, two hour movie. Finish the story. Yeah, shout out to them. Uh, We're going to get out of here. Next week, Troy, it is on Netflix. So you can stream it, watch it on Netflix. Come back and enjoy us talking about all the good and bad things about Troy. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Until next week, we are out of here. Peace. Peace.